Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio, you know him, he's my co-host, he's the legend of Teos Taylor. Hey, good evening everybody. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back indeed, new listeners and repeat offenders. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Oh yeah, good, really, really. Had some really good response to last week. Really good. Um, yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that episode. And this week we aim to not disappoint. Oh yeah. This yeah. week we're going to be looking to a strange and fascinating tale. Oh yeah. Involving Neil Armstrong. Yeah, that's right. Mm. The first man on the moon. The man. That's it. Um, and it's a tale of long lost metal library. Yeah. Supposedly containing uh, forgotten secrets, technology. From an ancient culture or even an alien civilization. And a lot, lot more. That's all hidden in a cave system. Cave near you. Um, If you live near Ecuador, then it possibly could be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I would imagine. All exciting stuff. I'm pretty sure you will agree. And that's all coming up a little bit later on in the show. um, Along with what's fucked up, where you're from. And the latest from the NASA news. Um, well worth when sticking around for, I'm sure you'll agree. But before we get into all that, what have you been up to this week, Mr. T? Uh, me, I've been uh, back in, looking back into um, the... Bringing uh, back better, Ananaki. building back better. Oh, Ananaki. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they might have some sort of connection with this tonight. Well, yeah, actually, uh, funny enough, um, there's uh, a few uh, things that are, uh, new things that I found out about, it, uh, like, they're called ghosts, uh, not ghost water, they're ghosts. called... <laughs> yeah, they're called... Uh, in other cultures, and we still got them apparently. around the world. Yeah, uh, they're called um, uh, uh, what they called again. Well, if you're going to do your research, son, you know, make sure you've got it on. Yeah, uh, sh- uh, shiny ones. The shine, the shine, the shiny ones. The but, shizzly you know, ones. It was the they were actually in the Bible as well. Right. Uh, and if you change shiny ones um, uh, from Lord. Whenever you uh, read the Bible and you read Lord and you take that out and, and you put shiny cha- ones, change it to shiny it ones. Read slightly different. I bet it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like, oh, the shiny ones. Yeah. yeah. They, so, but apparently they. The I don't ones know any Bible passages, so yeah. But um, try that at home, maybe. Yeah. Could be an interesting little game to play. You never know. Yeah, and uh, angels as well. Angels uh, in the um, uh, and Naki. Substance yeah. turns out to be the ones who give us the information. Yeah, that's like messengers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always messages. thought that they were like, and that's when, um, like you know, whenever you do hear those Bible stories, yeah, they're, they're not speaking directly to God. They're always like kind of, um, you know, brought the information by an an angel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like, there must be some sort of, if there is anything to it, well, should be yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Uh, indication, but. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so what have you been? So you just been doing some hardcore Anunnaki research this yeah, week? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's uh, changed my uh, mind on something as well. Uh, the moon. Oh right, uh, okay. Because uh, cultures, as well as them, um, uh, like uh, talk about having a moon god and stuff like that. So uh, the moon hasn't, it mustn't have come in a couple of thousand years ago. Oh, I it think the moon was something yeah. that that was kind of created after the fact. Yeah. Now, do you know what I think? Potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. It could... Right, so there's theories to say that, like, the moon was created because of um, the asteroid that impacted the Earth. Potentially, yeah. that was the uh, what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it was that, that piece of moon, that rock... 
you know that hit us and that's why it's in our orbit yeah but well, there was a there's also evidence to say that you know there was a, another planet between um well mars and, us. mars and us yeah so if that was kind of destroyed then potentially there could be some sort of um you know bigger bigger boulders bigger remnants and one of them was able to get into our orbit yeah I don't yeah, know. yeah yeah potentially there's a lot of different a yeah. lot of different theories yeah. who knows well, what really what happened uh, there's uh, theories out there that um, uh, it's a spacecraft and it coming it's hollow in, in and rings like a bell apparently the moon yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. According to astronauts, yeah. Well, like I say, we're going to be talking about Neil later, yes, we are, and yeah. obviously he's he's been. He was the first man to go. Oh, yes. Um, and whether that ties in with you know his um, journey to Ecuador, we might mm. we might find out. We'll have to see. Um, we'll have to see. <clears throat> yeah. So I I ended up um, watching a, a thing about. It was really quite interesting, right? Because mm. it was a question that actually was posed, and I thought I've never actually thought about it. Okay. WhatsApp. Oh yeah, you know, like it's a it's a free app. Yes. Yeah. How did it make money? Well, yeah. Right. They don't advertise. They don't no. sell your data. In fact, apparently no. the owners were advocates against it. Yeah. Right. And um, I came across this 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 little documentary video or whatever it was, and it was basically talking about how they managed to sell it for nineteen billion. Yeah. Yeah. To oh, yeah. to Facebook. And um, how, like, you know, the encryptions and all that sort of stuff, all, all the um, the things that it was secure, you use, man. the security yeah. you used WhatsApp for with, you know, the fact it was a free um, messaging tool. Why yeah. would Facebook buy that when they already had one that did virtually the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, basically. you know, the only thing that, that was valuable to them was, was you your data. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, well, do you know what? It's it's for a, for an app that doesn't make a profit. They spent a lot of money on it. Oh yeah. Like so, yeah. But they made they, a lot of money. But back. the data that they've probably acquired by by um, acquisitioning um, WhatsApp. Yeah. Was quite scary. Yeah. And then mm. it was like you know they they were talking about plans to how they were going to kind of make it a business and more profitable and all the rest of it. Now, one way to do that is to sell your data, yeah, yeah and just keep the app as it is, yeah, which yeah. is pretty kind of standard. Yeah, but, like, you know, true. obviously the data that you once thought was secure is now not. And yeah, then, well, that's, but then yeah, you've that's also, a... you're seeing it now. I don't know if anyone's noticed this, but, like, when you add a f- new contact mm. on WhatsApp, mm. if you've not got them as a social media friend on Facebook... Yeah. It now suggests them as a friend oh, using right. I your know contact that. information yeah. to recommend you friends. Now you might just put somebody in your phone just to yeah yeah you know, what a plumber bam bam yeah bam, exactly your WhatsApp or whatever. But like you know now it's suggesting that you you're more than friends and be more to yeah. join my network if you like. Yeah. You yeah, know they're trying to get and their and their excuses we're trying to get people together. We're trying to keep everyone we just social. Be together. Well, yeah, well, you know what? Best off social if I go down to the pub. Is that more social than if I'm going for a football? Yeah, I found it really you know I mean? interesting, but like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll try and post a link to it at some point. Um, but like, it, I thought it was just an interesting thing because I thought, do you know what? It never dawned on me that this is a, a business that made no money. Mm. Yeah, like until they actually sold it. Yeah, and then. The idea that all your data that you know they've acquired over the years and going forward, I believe, because people are ignorant to it, they just think, oh, it's encrypted. Yeah, yeah. And how encrypted is it actually? 
Well, you I think I mean? we've uh, we've already we already did uh, little segments throughout the uh, years on it, uh, saying that um, actually uh, they were going to pay what was it a pound? If you pay a, if you pay a pound a, a no, they year, did, they did, they said that they, they actually it's on people, the website. A lot of people did actually pay it, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But they they never chased it up. They, they they never. In fact, I don't think I've ever paid a pound because I was going to come off it then. But then I kept uh, they, uh, for, within the next couple of weeks it had changed. So it was like now I I didn't have to do anything. No, I don't with think it, so I've I ever paid. It. Yeah, I haven't never paid. I know it, it, I know paying, it was I'm a going. thing because it was on the website. Um, but like they've also got a thing on there saying that they value your data and will never sell it. So you know. Yeah, but now Google uh, <laughs> now, now Facebook got it. It's totally different. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So other than that, it's been a bit of a non-eventful week. I had a bit of, a lot of just personal stuff going on. Yeah. Um. But. I will tell you this much. Mm-hmm. We've been nominated for an award. We have. Yeah, the Paranormality Magazine have nominated us for the podcast um, and a podcast award. And it's so for should. Best UFO Podcast. Yeah, you get me. Pretty yeah. good. Yes, thank you so are. much for nominating us. Um, yes, we'd you. love to you guys to get involved and help us out by uh, voting for us. Yeah, and if you've already voted, get someone who you know to vote as well. Use a different email address. Yeah. There you go. Vote yeah. again. Yeah, you know, uh, more the merrier. I'm only joking. I don't um, advocate cheating. No, um, but no, yeah, it would be a big help if you went over to the link that's in the description and just drop us a vote. Dead yeah. easy, two minute job. Lovely jubilee. Nice one. I would say thank you in advance because I know you will because we've got good fans like we that. We have, we have. Do you know what I mean? Thank Therefore. you. Thank you. Well, that's uh, yeah. So it's been a good, good, a good week. In fact, so moving yeah. on, um, we have got. What's fucked up where you're from this week? Oh, yeah. Can it be? Last week. Uh, well, last week's was pretty good. Where yeah. was last week's out of Minnesota again, yeah, wasn't I it? So, yeah. Well, this this week from the States again. Well, we yeah. love the States, man. The States, there's a lot of fucked up stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, especially and, now. Um, this, this week it comes from um, South Carolina. Ah, oh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, so, and it's courtesy of the Drunk uh, Theory podcast. Ah, oh, good lad. Who wrote to us um, a couple of weeks ago to tell us um, about. An incident that happened around now their way, where uh, they had clowns. Oh, spooky! Spooky yeah, clowns. A lot of people yeah, they, don't this, like I clowns. remember this in the news yeah, actually. And um, they were just lurking around. It was pretty wild. He yeah. said, uh, "Clown sightings in South Carolina or oh, Carolina." Sorry, I'm going to melt that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. In South Carolina, community um, and residents were on high alert following reports of masked figures approaching children. Yeah, that's not, it's not right, right that. Yeah. yeah, so in 2016, clown sightings on were record high. Evil clowns. Um, you know, I feel sorry on that. The proper working, working clown is actually working going clowns. out. Yeah, now now he's got to walk around. Ch- I know. Yeah, I might like, get shot f- if I go near sake, Yeah, I was on my way to a children's party and yeah. everyone started freaking out. <laughs> yeah, um, next right. minute I'm cuffed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah, that. this um, it went viral. Everybody. <clears throat> Um, it was going on all over oh, the oh, United yeah. States and Canada. Uh, subsequently, there was other countries um, and territories yeah. that um, kind of that had, had no, felt the effect. it was like a little plague, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a little clown yeah. plague. Yeah, it was. Um, it? There was even like, what's it, um, you know, there was one that kind of the police turned up and it turned out to be stunt and marketing for a horror film. <laughs> yeah, so they got in trouble. But oh. one of the most noteworthy incidents was in South Carolina where a nine-year-old boy told his mother that two suspicious males dressed as clowns tried to lure him into the woods um, in mid-October 2016. Oh, talk, mate. Oh. So clown sightings and attacks. What? Yeah. And the clowns are supposed to I be... I know people the... do. What's the, what's the yeah. irrational fear of clowns? 
I don't know. I know a few people who have got the fear of it, but I've never understood the fear of it. So, a makeup, a makeup, and someone wearing. I know a, hat. a few people who've had a clown, a fear of clowns. Um, you know, it's called. Well, um, he's not like the boogeyman, is he? Straight, yeah, I suppose people have had chlorophobia. Chlorophobia. Yeah. So if you've got a fear of fear of clowns, that's what it's called. No, it's a fear of clowns a uh, called chlorophobia. Uh, chlorophobia, yeah, yeah, can yeah. be um, described as a fear of um, clowns, um, in, in intense fear of a certain object or scenario that you know impacts their, yeah. you know, their daily life. So you know, if you saw a clown just, and you had a bad experience, then you might be a bit more. Just yeah, yeah. Just, just stay don't away go, from the circus. Stay away from so circus like sur- tonight, surreal or circus soleil. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, nah, don't do it. Well, other other weird stuff coming out of Carolina um, is um, Charleston exactly. Dock Street Theatre. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. What's going so on back there, in then? 1736, so this is an old one, um, Ameri- when the Americans were still made up of 13 colonies, yeah. uh, the Dock Street Theatre was opened. It was the first building dedicated to being a theatre. It was basically built for purpose. Oh, right, so it's historic then. Yeah, so, well, it was because, um, oh. you know, the people needed the entertainment, but yeah. sad- sadly, there was a fire that swept through Charleston French Quarter, Ooh. and the theatre was pretty much destroyed. Ah, damn Yeah. Man. In 1809, a hotel was built on the same site, and then in 1935, the building was converted into the current Dock Street Theatre. But it seems that the souls of them, the the theatre-goers from the original building were still trapped there. Um, It'd be interesting if there was actually uh, spooky going on uh, when it was a hotel for that uh, short amount of time, and then everything, would it? Actually, all this spooking is start when they've actually put another theater on there. That actually, you know, the ghosts are like, No, we don't need the theater. Kind of yeah, maybe, maybe the ghosts were there when it was the hotel, but or maybe knows? not. And that'd be a bit, that'd be well, a bit more. The saddest part of it is that the ghosts there. You'd think that they were happy chilling in a theater and you know living there, but oh, the spirits yeah. apparently often and more often than not, stand, um, standing, staring out of the windows, looking really sad. Because they can't leave, can they? Like, oh. I mean, it's work, isn't it? I mean, well, you know, do work all the time now. You'd be sad too if you had to see the shocking performance of Macbeth. I've seen them do a bajillion times over. Or maybe. Oh, you're not allowed to say that, are you? The Scottish play. Yeah. Or maybe. 15 times a week. <laughs> that's their performance, looking dreary and that. Maybe that's what they were extras. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Uh, it is a theatre. It is a theatre, so yeah. potentially someone's done a bit of a marketing ploy there and Ooh, hired actors to stand yeah. in the windows looking morbid. Hey, yeah. And ghostly. Hey. hey. Or even employed the ghost. Maybe. Yeah. Got a deal going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, current, well, basically, I've got another one coming out of Carolina, Ooh, which is the old, place, old Charleston jail, uh, city jail. Oh, you got to have a jail one, haven't you? Yeah, really? well, the, the old city jail was used from 1802. Oh, that's to a 1939. Long time. Over the years, it had um, obviously many terrible things taking place there, uh, as you uh, leaving many resi- um, restless spirits behind. Um, it's a popular location for ghost hunts and many shows like Ghost Adventure um, and um, you know the other ones, the main yeah. ones, Most Haunted, and all them have been filmed there. Yeah. Um, currently, the old Charleston City Jail is being remodeled to make oh, it right. safer for visitors, um, but you'd prefer to see the prison area. Um, because apparently that's the bit the haunted, that's most, the most haunted. haunted. Oh, so yeah, that's this week. It. That's this week's uh, what's fucked up where you're from. And it is fucked up. Thank by the sound, you. Yeah. I mean, You've clowns. Done a good job there. Those clowns knocking yeah. about. Do you know what I mean? 
I mean, yeah, I, me- I remember a lot of the people scared over that. If you've got um, a, a weird thing of strange happenings or kind of just weird, weird shit, shit going around your area or even legends or stories of what stuff has gone on around your area, then get in, get in touch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send us an email at neverstraightanswer at gmail.com and um, we could be featuring your town on the show. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah. We have got this week's main topic, and it is a good one because we like we say. I in fact like the kind of ancient sort of stories, these yeah. sort, of, sort of mysteries that have been going on for years, and nobody can quite Understand, work out what's yeah. going on. And there uh, seems to be a lot and lot more coming out as uh, time goes by at the minute, and oh. it seems to change. Do you think that's because these stories they, they have been in existence, but because of the internet and stuff, they gets kind of um, advertised more? Not advertised, but kind of circulates more whereas like you know we find this story and then somebody else makes a video and then you know yeah, not saying we originate go, these stories because yeah. more often than not we're doing the same thing we're yeah. just kind of like yeah, we're pressing on the info we're, man yeah we're finding an, a, a cool story and we're, we're going with it but yeah. the fact is you know before this information was so readily available and mm. free free to kind of access yeah um, you know, they was privy to maybe yeah, one or two people, yeah, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. mean, depending well, on who, really who knew what they were looking for, yeah. um, then, you know, you know, these things could be lost for time, for you know, lost in time forever. Oh, yeah, well, um, surprisingly, there is a lot more um, uh, places that haven't been uh, found. Yeah, and, and like, there's a, there's a lot of people out there, it's like that in, especially um, with the time with the internet and people want to go I out. I think that's the thing, because a lot of people kind of were under the impression that, you know, that we've, ever, all done we've done it, found it, it's all been yeah, found, yeah, everything. really, and it's like... We've Even been, the sea's like It's like overhand. that um, in um, the Truman Show when he says, I want to be the great, Mag- I want to be like the great Magellan and be an yeah, explorer, yeah. and she says to him, well, there's nothing left to, to explore, it's all been discovered, and it's like, that's not true. That is totally so not, not true. true. I must admit I, uh, that you you, are, you do have to uh, worry about the dangers around the world, especially at the minute. Um, that that is an aspect that you got to think about if you consider doing it. I mean, if I had the money, I'd I'd, I'd there's a number of places I'd love to just try and see because I've heard oh, yeah. something's happened there, or like there's a picture what, going what like about this is malaria and all that sort of stuff. I mean, well, would you be kind of would you be? Um, I'd take the chance to be honest. Would you I'd not take, take the, the jabs? Would you not be up for? I mean, obviously, oh. would you go for your, for those jabs? Oh yeah, 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 to, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Well, moving into the story because this is a strange and fascinating tale, which yeah. is a bit of a kind of an un- undiscovered sort of mystery. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all starts with a chap called Father Crespin or Cre- Crespin Crespi. Yes. Um, who lived he lived as a Crispy monk Crespi. in Ecuador. He was an interesting chap and um, he's, yeah. he basically was the start of a bigger ongoing mystery. Um, you know, yeah. you can find information about it all over the place um, from many sources and before his death in 1982, he was the custodian and curator of um, a big collection yeah. Uh, the Crespi collection was various artifacts collected for him by local Indians and um, South and Central American yeah, inhabitants. He was Italian, wasn't he? Um, these artifacts were said to be um, discovered and um, brought back from a subterranean tunnel system hidden deep in the jungle. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know a lot of these kind of um, you know. Well, it was weird though because what a lot of these sort of artifacts, um, you know, were depictions of like the all-seeing eye, um, statues of 
um, insects, um, yeah. people. He also had, um, you know... Symbols um, that haven't been seen before as well. Well, it was strange because a lot of them had um, um, elements of, um, like, almost glow-in-the-dark elements, you know, like yeah. certain re- reacted elements in there that would only be, um, you know, visible under black light, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's able to kind of... They're able to kind of find things, kind of stuff, find yeah. things in these artifacts that really, it's like, how did they even know to do that? It was so kind of so. Even in just these tablets, they're showing capabilities. Do you know of whoever this civilization was that um, created these artifacts? Yeah, if now, it was. Now, all these artifacts were coming from quite a lot of different places, but this guy mm. Crispy, Crispy was so one of the guys in the know here, weren't he? I mean, yeah. he obviously knew to an extent where a lot of these artifacts were coming from. Yeah, well, if you get gifted uh, gold-plated, you know, sheets and, like, you know, little trinkets here and there, but they're, like, you know, solid gold, well, then, you know, after a while, you're going to ask questions and try and, you know, find out where these this tribe's actually getting Because this from. is the thing, you see, because a lot of the artifacts didn't seem to have any similarities or any sort of, you know similarities with um any indigenous tribes yeah. on record either in the recorded history or anywhere the past, yeah the, the, nothing they almost looked babylonian if yeah, you like almost. do you know what i mean so there was no sort of indication that they were from any local tribes or indigenous tribes yeah um so right. it was kind of difficult so it was like the the they were New, unique, brand, if you like. They were unique, so yeah. it was like you you would obviously start to research these artifacts and be yeah. like, where the where have these come from? So I'm not sure, right? If now think of it, so think of it this way: they're looking for this 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 place, this um lost this library treasure, of the world, a metal yeah. library, yeah. right? Now thinking about if you were actually moving all this cargo into this cave system. Right, potentially bits and pieces are going to get lost, fall out. You, you wagoned. You know, you're in a jungle. To yeah. be honest, I'd say they'd made it in. There. Do you think that they made it I would in brought there the material to bring there. it out? Yeah, or that they just found bits and pieces scattered around the jungle and were able to kind of recover pieces of it at this point, but weren't you know, able to find the actual... The site. tribe finding because, bits and Well, pieces. why don't they just f- fucking go to the tribe and say, can you show us where you got this from, rather than... And because I'm sure they're the protectors. I would imagine they're the protectors, to be honest. Because that that's, uh, seems to be the uh, what happens uh, around the world in... Yeah, Same that's true, actually, isn't that it? You have a guard, guardian well, of uh, a village or two. Unfortunately, many of uh, Father Crespi's artifacts were destroyed in a fire in 1962, or um, basically where they were being housed in a church. Yeah. Um, the church itself was being restored at one point, and a lot of items were lost there as well. Mm. And um, they reckon that most of them ended up with treasure hunters um, after Father Crespi passed away. Uh, the remains of most of his artifacts um, are now, or the original collection, were um, basically stored away. They've been put put or was, in private collections, or you know, or was it a group, or maybe even people from the tribes uh, that uh, wanted to take it back, back. because they give it 
uh, the father and well, that no, was it. Well, no, I can imagine a lot of it went on the black market, to be honest. Um, it probably got got in the hands of private collectors. They say that some of them are still stored in the cellar in the archives of the church, uh, Church Marie Alexandros. Well, they could be stored in different amount of museums because they have and they have a lot of stuff there to uh, to like go through, and there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been through. You know what I mean? So, well, the most well-known pieces are tablets. Yeah, yeah they're made up of silver, gold, platinum, um, and other alloys, and um, with unknown lettering and mysterious symbols all up across them. Yeah, um, Crespin claimed that um, they were removed from the metal library, um, which was di- hidden deep in the jungles in the vast underground cave systems of Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a bit of a bold claim, but since nobody had actually been down there to prove him wrong, yeah, they, they couldn't really true. say. Um, so in 1973, Eric von, um, Eric von Dan... Dan... Oh, was it Dan... Dan I, I knew I was going to mess this up. Yeah. Eric. Yeah. yeah. No, Eric, Eric va- von... Von... Danken, I von think. Danken. Danken, yeah, yeah. Van Danken. Yeah, he well, he was notably known for the Chariots of the God book. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he was already kind of a bit kind of in the public media spotlight, if yeah. you like, for for that sort of. He's a grade C or something. Yeah, Eric Va- Eric von Danken. Yeah, I, I did actually kind of look. He did, I tried yeah. to pronounce his name before, yeah. but do you know what? You do get swept up. Yeah. Anyway, um, so name some of these as well. Well, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of mad names in this yeah. one. Um, so basically, he was. Um, known for the right, the authorship of uh, Chariot of the Gods, yeah. and the following the success of that, he claimed that he'd actually entered the gigantic subterranean tunnel system in Ecuador. That's yeah, it. yeah. Um, which was apparently to span the continent, right? Okay. So it's a vast network of tunnels. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I mean, hundreds of miles. Now the structure itself was believed to house a library of books, which were all made out of metal. Um, this was an area where today there'd be nothing but sort of primitive Indian tribes with no written language. Yeah, in the middle of Ecuador. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the it's idea that a civilization was in the area that was so advanced that it could create and produce this this language, these um, this civ- signs of civilization and technology, really, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not necessarily just the uh, books that uh, were, were found there. I mean, the archways and, like, it it, it, it was halfway de- being designed to be, like, a, some kind of temple. I mean, if I mean, I don't know if they stopped for a reason or it, it's over time that it's actually, you know, eroded, but there is definitely uh, human aspects of uh, digging. Out and these were like these are mass. Oh, now there's mass. more than that evidence. I mean, there's yeah. literally right angles in there. These, yeah. these, these, so much evidence of human um, excavation in the tunnels. Yeah, that you can't deny it. No. I mean, some of the surfaces are so polished <laughs> that yeah. it's, it's it actually works with the sun when it shines at a certain degree. I mean, we'll get into a bit of that a bit later on. Um, so, Duncan, he became convinced that um, he. This was surely evidence of, um, you know, ancient Society, civilizations yeah. or an ancient more advanced than we realized, yeah, if not yeah. extraterrestrial. Yeah. So um, the evidence of a lost civilization, um, well, it was a major claim, do you know what I mean? And it's not like un- 
unchallenged. Do you know? Yeah, There's oh a lot no, of yeah. people who've kind of challenged the idea of a lost civilization or even the fact that there was a metal library in the slightest. Yeah. They just um, had no luck. Sorry? They just had no luck. Well, there was a chap called, um, um, what was he called? I'm terrible with names. Um, Janos Maurice, um, Morich, I think it was. Um, He was a Hungarian um, entrepreneur who who claimed that he'd actually discovered a series of tunnels in, discovered the series of tunnels in Ecuador Mm. uh, connected to the Metal Library. Um, So he'd basically secured all the sort of the rights, rights to, the to it. He'd yeah. gone to the Ecuadorian president and said, you know, well, won't, won't mind doing an expedition in there. And, um, you know, I brought this to you. Can I have exclusivity and exclusive rights to, yeah. to the um, anything we find and the rights yeah. to explore yeah. it? So he was given the go-ahead with that. Yeah. And um, obviously they were able to go forward look, and yeah. try and have a bit of a look. And um, there was a, what's it? Um, they were kind of trying to pull something together to go as soon as possible, but mm. it was in 1972 when Moritz met uh, Von Danik that he told him that he could get him access and take him down there, and there was a secret side entrance which he thought would could gain entrance to the larger halls within the labyrinth. Yeah. So apparently Von Danik never actually seen the library himself, just a tunnel system that wasn't even actually connected to the the main tunnels themselves. Right. Okay. So, this is not so. Yeah. So he'd not really seen anything, you no. know. And he c- included the events in his book, the um, the gold of the gods. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, there was a lot of kind of. Well, yes, you did go to Ecuador. Yes, you did go in some caves. Yeah. But were they the caves that were supposedly where the entrance to this book um, metal library yeah. was? Or were it just kind of you've just been led up at led up at the garden path? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but, but then the by coming back out. and saying I've been there, I've seen it. Yeah, is a bit kind of a, a stretch. Do you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> yeah. you know, the pa- basically he said that um, the passages were all perfect right angles. Something yeah. um, and sometimes they narrowed, and sometimes they were wide. The walls were all smoothed and often polished. The ceilings were flat, and at times they looked like they were um, covered in some sort of glaze. Yeah. yeah. So he said, um, the you know, he, he had his doubts that they were a natural formation anyway. So, you know, and obviously it was a, a definite man-made yeah, structure. Yeah, it be natural. There's no, no possible way to... The, uh, but it was the idea that this, this was such a feat of engineering, and it stretched for hundreds of miles across... Ecuador and Peru. Yeah, I mean, who who would have the technology to do such a thing? Oh yeah, exactly. Well, they, they they're starting to recognise that um, it there might have been a city of twenty million people around there. Now they're, uh, they're looking at it uh, slightly differently at the minute. Scientists. Used How to do you just, mean? Well, scientists used to looking at the area until uh, crops were uh, uh, the uh, jungle was being taken down and used for uh, growing crops and farming. You didn't end up seeing like they've got these um, like uh, squares and then a circle in the in the middle. Uh, they've got designs on the floor that uh, they uh, scientists thought they were like you know for forts and stuff like that. But now they've got another realization that it was actually for something else, but 
they shouldn't even, they so what, add them kind like of designs. So radar and LIDAR and stuff like that? They're well, able now, to see the, these impressions. Now they're using more LIDAR so they don't, you know, interrupt and they reckon that uh, there's, it, there is a massive city under there. Uh, oh, right, so, okay. And a, a population like I said, it's of it's still more to million. be discovered. Um, yeah, oh, a lot more, yeah. Well, obviously, there was a, a bit of a media hype about the whole, um, you know, with him saying that he'd actually been to these caves and yeah. he could witness it himself. But however, you know, obviously when a publication from Germany um, interviewed Morez, um, who de de denied ever having been to the caves with him, yeah, yeah, he basically ruined his credibility and um, said that he, you know, kind of called it him out, called him out, called him a liar. Ooh. Yeah, so um, he was telling the truth. Yeah, Which von Danik, Dankin, or whatever he was fucking called, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he, his career was. Uh, Bit in ruins, to be honest. I would have thought so. Yeah, it seems he'd been bigging it up for a big while, and then all of a sudden he gets uh, a slap in the chest. So he says that he'd never been to the caves, but he wasn't specifically telling a lie because he took no. him to a, a cave. It wasn't necessarily the e -cave. cave. Yeah. 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 So there was obviously several kind of things with, wrong with his story. First, Morris um, merely denied ever taking him, um, and then the network basically denied but he also said that it was he didn't deny he just basically said it was there but then yeah. could have him been stopping he, he was uh, saying that he, he didn't take him to the cave because they're trying to because we all know when when uh, we find uh, somewhere he ends up being you know uh, a place for travelers to go and yeah, it's like YouTube at the minute, isn't it? It's like you kind of you you go on YouTube and you um you find an abandoned building or you know like one yeah. of these um an undisturbed location. Yeah, you um like uh, you make a video of it and suddenly everybody wants to venture Two out weeks, there yeah. and then you've Not got uh, literally people, the place yeah. is a wreck. Yeah. So you know yeah. there was one in particular that I remember that was on um YouTube here in the UK. It was um the underground ballroom. Oh, yeah. yeah, if yeah. you look into it, it's quite a fascinating story, but like itself. But the owner built a ballroom or a smoking room or a, a den underneath mm. a lake. Yeah, yeah so, I remember you telling um, me. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. there was um, a bit of a kind of a, a, a thing for it where people were trying to get in or yeah. um, they were being chased off with shotguns because they were trespassing. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. when, um, yeah. you know, but. Obviously, well, you don't. You want to keep these places a secret. Yeah, and I understand you've got people that. who want to nick the gold, and you know, uh, are doing it for um, not for humanity, but for you know the riches of what's there and what it's worth. Well, like I say, he didn't deny the existence of the network, and when he was probed further by the media, mm. the, he said, um, "How did you discover it?" Um, the metal library, and he said, "Somebody took me there." Yeah, he said, "Who was your guide?" He says, "Well, I can't tell you." So you know, obviously, it comes yeah. back to him being uh, just saying I've been. You just got to trust me. He actually said that he wrote his initials on several of the books. So we can't so find out until we actually until we get find there it. to prove that he actually so said maybe that he 50, has actually years. been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's like I couldn't bring anything out because it was just me on my own or with me and this guy. Yeah, and he was like, you know, not, leave a, it. not a single trinket. I would, I, I you know, just as proof. But Even he if says that he wrote his initials again, on several books just to say that when people do get in, they can go. Yeah, he was. He wasn't bullshitting. So right? then, it's the bet: is he put it on there or not? So you know, he said that he 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 was there and he was guarded by a tribe. So like yeah. like you were right, yeah. So he was guarded by a tribe, oh, right, and right. you know, it was 
you know, didn't want to be disturbed. So yeah. in short, uh, Moritz claimed that Von Dansky didn't, hadn't discovered the caves um, and that he showed these to him. Mm. Um, and, sorry, um, that he had discovered the caves, yeah, and he'd shown them to him, yeah. Yeah. Now he's claiming that he'd seen the caves and he was led there by a guide who he couldn't identify so well, you know, it's like there's a lot of it. there's a lot of claims and nothing's coming of it yet, right? Yeah, but you don't want to uh, 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 give your information out frilly nilly. You know what I mean? Like what we've been saying, like letting other people find out about the area. Oh, there's treasure there, right? I'm going in there, exactly. I'm going to fucking dig yeah. all or whatever. So how well, did how cautious, did you know Neil Armstrong? You know, start getting involved. Yes. I mean, one giant step and all that. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a big step now. Well, by 1975, obviously Van Dansky's career had already been killed, and one of the yeah. most as a one of the most notorious authors. Um, so who would else? Who else would want to get involved with this? This uh, oh, this tale. Well, obviously Neil Armstrong, the first yeah. man on the moon. So you know he wanted to try and I don't know. Well, he's put find out stuff. I don't understand he, I think why he exactly to, he wanted to get involved with this. I think I'll be it genuine. was the incitement of um, it's interesting um, story. It's a mission. It, it's an adventure, well, yeah. isn't it? I suppose. I mean, but like you know, you've gone from being an astronaut going up to visiting. Yeah, imagine. You know, I mean, I suppose, I suppose to a Scotsman, you know, um, it was another world in itself. You know, Ecuador. Well, being yeah. out in the jungle, it's an, it's like another planet itself. Well, it's suppose, a challenge for him as well because he was an engineer. So you know what I mean. It, uh, engineers like challenges. Well, so, th- there's a it? lot of people who think that he had a bit more to do with um, an alien angle. Mm, yeah, I, to yeah, be honest. Well, he did go after all this. He did go um, really quiet, and he was a quiet person anyway. But he and he. I don't know. There's there's some aspects of his uh, some of his speeches that he come out with uh, uh, in the nineties. Um, that yeah, that may but this is the thing though because to it. yeah, but this is why. I mean, he, he basically after he come back from the moon, he was virtually a recluse. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, was yeah. like when he did come out into and say on. anything, it was all a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, and he's even kind of said stuff about. PTSD, you know, uh, about friends suggest things that, coming yeah. out in the future, yeah. and you know he, I think he's kind of like really kind of mortified by this whole thing. I'm not sure, but you know there's a lot of videos. If you do search for Neil Armstrong yeah. aliens or whatever, you will find a lot of videos where he's a bit acting very suspicious under the topic. Yes, you know, um, but. Maybe, well, we're going to go into this because there's a bit of a connection there with the moon landing and um, aliens and stuff like that. But going back to um, how this new mission to um, Ecuador with Neil uh, started up, um, a chap called um, Stan Hall, who read Von Dansky's book, he basically befriended Moraz and later basically wanted to set up an expedition. Um, He... Got permission to, you know, get everything going, um, and he wanted to kind of put set together. Um, it was an Ecuadorian slash British um, excursion out there. Yeah, yeah. So now we we got the British government involved now. Oh yeah, even uh, XSAS and uh, Marines. Were so involved. it makes me wonder why they were so kind of adamant that they wanted to so we, yeah, this is it. it's like this is the same argument we have when we ask about um antarctica mm. when it was like 
when you've got joint governments all taking an interest in in an area, in one little area, and then yeah. going, yeah, but there's nothing to see here. Do you know what I mean? So then fucking show us, get a camera. And mind you, if they had a camera, they'd probably fucking fake. It'd be in the fucking Hollywood studio somewhere, probably. Yeah. So, like I say, I mean, like um, he basically confessed to um, Hall that Dan's had basically only seen a side shoot of a tunnel yeah. that wasn't really the legit stuff. Um, and actually, nobody had actually been in there apart from Morez back in 1969. Yeah. Um, when he ventured into the um, the is it the Cuva de los Teos yeah. um, entrance um, to the caves, yeah. um, which Morris identified led to the metal library. But in 1969, the metal library had been um, not being uncovered, so Hall decided to join um, set up this joint expedition between yeah, joint um, the, team. the UK yeah. or Br- British and Ecuadorian um, uh, embassies. Uh, yeah. Right. So the original um, you well, know, mission was supposed to take place in 1977, but actually took place in 1976. Brilliant year. Absolutely mint year that year was. Why was that? Because I was born that year. Was that the year yeah, you that were that was born? the year uh, uh, I was created and put on this earth to kick ass. <laughs> so, you know, they basically went out there and they were going to go and try and find this... this, this um, lost, lost, lost library. Library, yeah, which yeah. you would if you had the uh, capability... So I mean, obviously, they, I'm, I'm assuming Danskin, Danskin was probably watching, yeah, well, because he obviously he's been like into it since he's known about it. Yeah, and Hall was apparently about to endorse um, Morez's claims, which obviously left Dans feeling a bit worried, worried, wary about Hall. Yeah, well, I suppose you would. So Hall, anyway, he wanted to create. He didn't want to go there looking for the treasure to bring it out anyway. This is the point, right? So they went on a reconnaissance mission. This is what it was. It was treasure seeking, yeah? There, was no, there wasn't any of that, yeah? No. The treasure seeking, there wasn't any, no. right? They wanted to check out the caves. It, it was more of an expedition than a, um, a treasure hunt. Yeah. So they said, yeah. right? But it went but, a long way. I'm sure they did, mate. These, like I say, these tunnels went for miles, yeah, right? Yeah, they had to stop. There's a lot of photographs miles, of them. In, in fact, Neil Armstrong as well, just on this expedition, yeah. and they're chilling. You know, looking about, what, looking at these massive big stalactites and all the rest of it. Yeah. And right. You know, the expedition did cover a lot of miles, yeah. obviously. Um, now it was a bit of a, a weird one, wasn't it? Because what was you telling me? You were saying that he was being airlifted out. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Neil Armstrong got lifted out um, every night, but apart from one night, one night uh, the weather was so bad that uh, the helicopter couldn't come pick him up, so he had to stay in the camp for the night. But then um, that day, um, he'd sat down, and everyone's like sat down. As soon as he sat down, he looked up at the moon, and he said, "That w- that looks like when uh, I went when I went to the moon. That looks a spitting image of you know the time. It sounds like Howard out yeah. of Big Bang Theory, or like you know I went to the moon. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's like, come but on, mate. Apparently, everyone was so in awe they didn't actually listen to what he actually said. And Do you know what? It just reminds me of Bear Grylls because he does that, doesn't he? Gets airlifted out to a whole five star hotel. Oh, yeah, after yeah. Every you can't night, say all you know night, I mean? can you? Nice, cold with the. Well, I think elements. the only reason why they brought him along was he really wanted a figurehead for the exhibition to give it a bit more. 
more media attention. Yeah, but I think credibility. He, he may have wanted to go with like the alien part. I, I think he wanted. Well, no, they actually wanted to go with Prince Charles. Charlie? Yeah, that's who they wanted to figurehead the oh, expedition right. because he's got a, um, a degree in archaeology. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was proposed, but um, they knew Neil Armstrong had a Scottish connection, so they basically got um, got in contact with... Um, I think had the better choice. Yeah, so though. I think it was uh, his mother who was um, Scottish. So, oh, yeah, so he was an honorary, ci- honorary citizen. That's why I say he was a Scotsman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he basically went up instead right now the weird thing is right neil when he was on the moon yeah there was like some sort of kind of um what, what how would you describe it a kerfuffle uh a kerfuffle a bit of a something yeah, happening that something happened didn't they two uh, supposed two minute um uh, uh private chat with the medical uh side of it because um, basically, when the information was being brought back, it it went to Australia before it actually went to America. So, and it was um, uh, there's a switch just in case they have a, a medical problem and they want to ask the doctor something. And apparently, it was um, uh, some. I think there was seven, seven or eight people who'd actually been uh, recording at the time, and they actually caught the recording of it. Um, I've got some of the um, recording of Neil when he landed. Yeah. Um, here, we're going to play it. So we'll get that on. Hang on. Listen to the Jezebel. Jezebel, yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that legit? I mean, they were t- basically, there was a break in silence in um, the the radio, yeah, and they were basically the um, saying that they were seeing something in the crater. Yeah. Um, there was reports of about um, a few a few separate, um, what was it, spacecraft? Yeah, the, uh, uh, was it, I, I believe, about seven or nine sitting on the ridge? Sitting on the ridge. Yeah, uh, and supposedly um, some aliens or something out there was watching him. But uh, there's always been the question, uh, two items that went to the moon were a plaque and also a dove 
um, with the peace um, uh, symbol underneath, uh, which was left there. Right, and, okay. Uh, it was said that uh, we were told to uh, get the hell off there and don't come back. And that's why we <laughs> haven't gone kicked back. Kicked off the moon. Yeah. Well, this is it. Although um, the audio transmissions are very poor quality, it could be still made out that Neil Armstrong expressed his surprise at spotting the light on the rim of one of the uh, lunar craters. Yeah. And um, when Mission Control requested more information on the sit on it, uh, the transmission went dead and then came back on a two-minute gap. I think it was between one and yeah, two minutes. Yeah. Um, as NASA sources um, basically tried to check out what was going on. Um, a very, they were very a bit baffled thing. by it. Um, Armstrong um, spotted a, apparently spotted a spacecraft on the moon's surface, and he exclaimed, "What is that?" Um, that's all um, I want to know. Um, and then he added that the object was huge and said it com um, was complete. Uh, what was it? He said it was complete with. Oh, I don't know. He was saying that there was just basically a big spacecraft there. So see, yeah. and there's always been a weird thing as well with Buzz as well, Mr. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, yeah, right? Um, okay, yeah, because he's he, he's he has come out with it. Um, I think what, uh, a couple of times on interview in the younger days where he said, "Yeah, there was something strange, blah blah this that and the other." But if you ask him uh, now, it seems to be uh, no, no such thing. Uh, 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 that's all bull. But yeah, you've got a lot of astronauts. I mean, majority of astronauts plus cosmonauts and every, uh, every other space um, uh, uh, country that's gone up um, with some kind of, there's, there's some kind of weirdness uh, going out Well, he, he, basically, he said confidently that there was a spaceship there yeah. um, and he said that they're on the moon now, they're watching us. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I, I heard that and like, I mean, he, he, I've heard that for a long time, do you yeah. know, in conspiracy yeah. theory terms. Um even during the journey from Earth to the Moon, Apollo Eleven basically said that there was a, they were accompanied yeah. by strange lights. I believe um, Michael which they couldn't identify, and the astronauts even said that they they were getting that sort of vibe, but that they were being watched yeah, all I, the way through the mission. I believe uh, Michael uh, Collins, who was the um, astronaut who was actually in the space capsule uh, orbiting uh, the Moon at the time, uh, I believe there was a couple of issues that he spotted. There was a couple of things that uh, he thought was a bit odd. Right, down okay. There. Yeah. Well, on the 3rd of um, August uh, 1976, when the expedition was coming to a bit of a close, it was yeah. winding down. Yeah. Armstrong apparently, by accident, mm. yeah, just stumbled across um, what they thought believed to be the Metal Library. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they've been doing this expedition. It's miles and miles and miles long. Oh, yeah. I can just imagine Armstrong going, I'm just going for a slash. Yeah, and he's yeah. Oh, and just went, walked, went through the ro a different tunnel yeah. and found and just found it. Just found just stuff. across it. Yeah, jammy bastard. Well, what can I you suppose say? the others haven't. Uh, I mean... I suppose it's been hidden and it's hidden in a in a well place. Well, I mean, had it had they done had they found the library, um, it would have been a massive discovery. But what yeah. they actually what they found was um, a number of historical artifacts, yeah. um, around four hundred um, new plant species on the journey, um, as cool. well as um, a burial chamber inside yeah. the cave, yes. which was um, sealed with a body inside. Yeah. Uh, the chamber was also late, uh, dated at 1500 BC, 
and it was believed to be the same time um at believed at one time like you were saying earlier that um when the summer solstice hit it illuminated the tomb yeah yeah, yeah, so they had found something pretty spectacular, whether it was the metal library or not. And the technique. has remained to be seen, really, yeah, wasn't it? Special technique that only, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, they have used it in the past, but not like in the way that they seem to uh, uh, be uh, doing it. You know what I mean? It seems to be, you know, that next step up on the shininess or the, or, or the, uh, the quality of um, being able to make this wall like shine at certain times. Well, like I said earlier, though, Maurez, um, who was the original storyteller, mm. you know, if you like, yeah. he basically did say that he he was shown by someone and he was a bit kind of dubious to kind of put up the name of yeah, the guy. that's right. Um, but, you know, Hall, he was he was adamant he wanted to find out. Yeah, so yeah, he was, he's kind he was of done his own involved. investigation and... He's ended up finding the third man involved. Yeah, so um, oh, there's another name that I'm going to be have troubles with. Um, Pentronio. Patrol. Yeah, so um, is it Jamrolio Petrolio? Jamrolio. Jamroli Polio. PJ. Yeah, we can't. So PJ, yeah. So Morez um, died in February 1991, but yeah. um, Hall said that. On the, he had a telephone conversation with him, and you know we gave him some information and all that. But yeah. you know, one name that kept coming up to Hall yeah. a lot was PJ. PJ, yeah, right. And PJ, he's kind of like back even way back to nineteen seventy five. Yeah, he could have sat with him and chat yeah. with him yeah. and all the rest of it. Um, now he said that he was the guy who took um, you know Morez in yeah. originally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, he, he basically says that, you know, there was, um, history there about how the Hungarian people have been the root of mostly every civilization through that sort of era. Do you know what I mean? All right. Okay. Like, um, but obviously there's still no evidence for that and like whether that's goes, you know, was. But there must be, there must be a reason why he, he, he believes that there must be something that he's, um spotted that's gone well actually that might join with that even though it might not be true but it is unless uh you find out the truth it's a possibility well well he ended up pj ended up becoming good friends with hall um they um you know kind of shied for a long time got on to yeah they kind of like carried on researching into it um you know whether they actually went in and he showed him he wanted to uh and uh, well you'd think if he knew where it was and he was the guide he'd be able to show hall apparently there was plans until uh, i reckon he did i reckon he was like look we can show you but you're not allowed to touch yeah 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 i mean yeah because don't forget this would have been if you think about it, in PJ's way of protecting the area as well, I got to get to know this person. What does he want? What does he want with all this? He want all the riches and you know where uh, bugger off and you know ruin the area, or is he coming in and going? You know what? I this think is it was just the idea like... that it was um, a protected site and yeah, they respected yeah. that, and I think yeah. um, PJ yeah. um, definitely respected that, yeah. and um, didn't want to, yeah. you know, interrupt. I think um, he entered the cave system at least once. And after that occasion, he saw the library yeah. uh, consisting of thousands of large metal books uh, stacked on shelves, each with an average weight of about 20 kilograms, 
So yeah. obviously trying to lug them out. And don't forget, it's a, it was 130 feet down. So he'd have so to lug that right up. Each page was impressed from on one side with um, like fantastic yeah you know, fantastic graphics and, and, and yeah. uh, designs and written inscriptions that you don't see yeah so yeah it's quite an interesting one that uh, what do you think do you think there is an alien connection do you think that these this text this these metal books contain something like really fantastic like ancient alien text or is it like because this is the thing the area has never been known for any um you know civilization has basically left it it's like the size of india and they've just basically left it and gone like well you know it's it's green area you know nothing it doesn't seem to have been anything there that suggests that you ah. know there was anything worth looking at was there well, yeah well yeah because the plant life there was um uh well, like the majority they, of it is a a, a, a plantation plant well, they found so that means someone had to be there species on that trip Eh? They catalogued 400 new species of plant life on that trip. And I reckon... So it wasn't a waste. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's true because in the Amazon, uh, by, uh, by a kilometre, you can get like uh, uh, thousands of different even species that we haven't even seen today. It is so uh, vast. But then you've got to ask, are we going to cut it down? If we do find a load of stuff down there, are we going to cut it down? We well, don't have to. Well, it's underground. It's in a cave system. You don't well, need to affect the, the, yeah. uh, the But some areas, they'd be like, well, we need to bring some diggers in here. Right? Oh, they need, always bring you know the diggers I mean? in, don't Let's they? Let's build well, a hotel uh, here I'm so we can get, you know, our builders. Looking forward to um, Oak Island this, week, this time, actually, this year, because they're getting the diggers in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finally. It was like, oh, they don't should get the diggers in, but get the diggers in. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about the alien connection then? Do you think, why Why would you, do you think it I was think just a coincidence that Armstrong wanted to get involved with another mission and another sort of adventure? Or is it more plausible that he went there looking for answers? I, alien answers, yeah, that is. Well, it, uh, supposedly aliens are telepathic now. Could the aliens have told him something when he had that uh, two-minute break? These the modern minute? aliens, yeah. they come telepathic. New alien in a box, now with telepathy. I think even if it's just a little bit, uh, he's, um, he's interested uh, that included. the alien was uh, possibly involved because it's a site that, it's like El Dorado. You know what I mean? Is it a city that's... This could be El Dorado for all we know. Yeah, it could be, actually. You know what I mean? And it's a case of... Lovely place. Yeah. Terrible TV show. Oh, yeah. Reception's... Airy. Oh, it's terrible. No, I mean... But, did you never watch The Soap? Uh, yeah, soap I did, El yeah. Dorado. yeah I never watched it, but that was terrible. I did. I watched it from the start, mate. Was you a fan? I watched it. No, I wasn't a fan. I watched El it to see, see what it was like, like, you know, the first series. And then it was... No second series. <laughs> yeah, no wonder why. It had poor starts. He'd be lucky if one person watched, watched it. it. Yeah, well, it was you. You watched it. Well, yeah, yeah, true. There you go. They were well, lucky. You watched it. Um, so, yeah, so the, you're saying that, forget the television show. What we're talking yeah. about is, um, you know, the, the actual I think we need more Dorado. information. We need The City of actually, Gold. Yeah. Well, apparently, there's uh, a, a year ago, Apparently, a year ago, uh, a group had found uh, a cave entrance and gone in and seemed to have said that they found a library with thousands of books, uh, silver, and then they've got a list of stuff that they wrote down on what was in there, and it seems uh, individual panels uh, with written uh, and si uh, symbols in gold. Yeah, but no, but they, they said that they got samples, but as yeah. of yet, nothing's actually been um, been put out into the sort of like uh, medical journals or archaeology journals or anything like that. Nothing's been sort of 
but it was bang on like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, right? These, it's all a bit of hearsay. I think there was one radio show where they went on. Yeah, and, that was and it. Said, this is where all this information. They come said, from. "Oh, said we, we found the t- we found the library," but then yeah. there's literally been no evidence to suggest that they have. Well, they've said so, they've taken one uh, plaque and uh, several little small items. I hope they have, and uh, I hope well, this yeah, leads to a, a more thorough investigation and uh, more significant finds. They also said there was three other doors, right, uh, along with uh, this uh, in this chamber. So could there be three more, which makes it even well, more? Well, there is large. actually theories to suggest that there is another um, another. Library, two libraries, in fact, and I mean, I mean, Neil Armstrong seemed to have found something. Well, I mean, yeah. what was it he found? He found a crypt them. with with you know some artifacts in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that. that it was the library, but I mean, no. they did seem to find stuff. I mean, thinking about it though, how many natives would have used those cave systems over the years just oh, yeah. for, for many reasons? Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Um, I think with the alien thing as well, like you say, I mean, is do you think he? Neil was just kind of interested or, like, he, yeah, he think, actually had something to, to kind I of think he ponder had a, there. He, yeah, I think he had something to ponder and, like, you know, I've I, I want, I've been offered this opportunity. There might be something in it with what I've already seen. Now, one thing, one thing I noticed about the descriptions mm. of, like, the cave systems and stuff like that, now, they were t- talking about the surfaces. Now, one thing I've noticed in all the sort of stories we've covered yeah. is the descriptions of the tombs or, you know, crypts that these mm. um, supposed aliens... Um, have Lane. been buried in, yeah. yeah. A very similar, you know, polished glass surfaces, a yeah. lot of like right angles, it's blatantly man made, you yeah, know, um, yeah. a, a crypt, well, especially man made. Now, like. who's to say that that crypt that they found was a human crypt and wasn't, you know, like the I one mean, in um, Tarashima, yeah. the Tarashima Hall? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, there was supposedly a similar setup in there, yeah. Um, there's been. Uh, supposedly underneath uh, the f- Sphinx as the well. Sphinx, there was one behind yeah. there as well. There was quite, a f- there's been quite a few, but a lot of archaeology of like uh, it's very Indiana finding. Jones. It is, but a lot of it I think's been like hidden, if you like, like not not, not to be brought suppressed. out. Suppressed. Yeah, yeah, definitely suppressed. Well, there's a lot of things like that, isn't there? Where yeah. they think, well, the, and one discovery could totally upset. Like the whole world, the, yeah. rock the rock the boat, if yeah. you like, and be like, well, it upset a lot of people's beliefs yeah. in, yeah, in yeah, one yeah, foul totally, swoop. Yeah. And it's like, well, is it worth just letting people think what they think um, because it's safer? Because, yeah. you know, it's if they just, they're happy believing what they believe in, is it worth upsetting those people by just bringing out this one bit of information that totally disproves them? Do you know what I mean? Well, or is yeah, it easier just to let, let sleeping dogs lie, if you like? Yeah, but uh, if you want another truth, you, uh, you should oh, be no, able to Oh, no, I think you should be able to find, find it, and yeah. I think it shouldn't be suppressed from you. Yeah. Um, but as a, as a world leader or a government or whatever, where you think, wow, the repercussions of this could be catastrophic, well, there is what that. do we do? And it's down to a fo- look. Look who's running the fucking country, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Do you trust these guys yeah, they're, to make they're, they're a, a fucking muppets, a, a, mate, a legitimate the decision? Yeah. Then it's like, well, can't, well can't then you've got through, a board bro. of people going. Uh, what do we do with this life-changing information? Yeah. Uh, we're all we'll joining see, together. We'll, we'll just sit on it. We'll just put it yeah. in the book of secrets or whatever, and we'll let someone else deal with it. Is, well, this seems to be the one that. Oh well, we know this. Uh, we can't do anything about it. We, we're not going to uh, rock the boat, so we're going to pass it on to the next one, and then next. 
next one, next one. Yeah. Well, at some um, point, he's yeah, going to well, have to break. Yeah, well, that's why then probably it what's been going on in Iraq's lasted so long. Well, um, yeah, anyway, well, well, at the ki- at the same time, though, it was a queue. Oh, right. It was right. a queue at the same time as they went in. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit dangerous, as well, especially like the snakes as well. Uh, what, oh, God, uh, yeah, they were in the Amazon. So, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, at the end of the day, it was going to be a lot of, trench like, foot. literally foot. every animal there could kill you. Yeah. yeah, you've got just literally plants that can kill you, as well as, you know, going blindly walking into a miles and miles of caves. Yeah. That yeah. you don't know what's in there. Yeah. So I think the funniest part on it was uh, they made a makeshift uh, toilet that uh, went off like this sixty-foot ledge, um, and one of the uh, crew actually uh, uh, don't went tell me they fell through. It, yeah, they went through it <gasps> and fell about nineteen feet. Something Jeez. like that. They were all right, but he was full of poo. Well, he was covered in poo. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. But he wished it. Well, it's an interesting story. I mean, like, uh, yeah. there's a lot involved yeah, in it. I yeah. mean, to be honest, it was. Um, it, I was kind of getting like it's one of those. It's like he told me that there's the yeah. thing down here, but have you? I've never seen it, but I, I've seen it. But he says he's seen it, but he's not seen it. Well, Stanley Hill's daughter's um, carrying on with the uh, Stanley case, Hall. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sta- he, Stanley Hill. Stanley Hill. Yeah, sounds, no, I, sounds, I don't know. It. Stanley Hill sounds like know. a a location. Yeah, yeah well, it might just be. going up Stanley Hill. Oh, going be. for a run up Stanley Hill. Uh, Eleanor Hall, she's carrying on with um, the investigation, and she's going to try and get down there. And, cool. Uh, work yeah. It out, well, so we'll come with you, Eleanor. Yeah. Give yeah. us a shout. Pay for the trip, I'll come. I'll come yeah. Ecuador. Don't want to get bit yeah. by a snaker out though. Yeah. Well, you find El Dorado. Be worth it. Well, we've got. Well, that's it. That's it. This for this week's topic. But if you want to get in touch, if you've got any questions, queries, or suggestions, you can just message us. You yeah. can uh, message us on neverstraightanswer at gmail.com or hit us up on social media um, and we'll we'll discuss the show. We will. All day. Yeah. But we've got to move on now because we're running out of time and we've got a new yeah. promo this week. Yeah, um, oh, Snap, True Crime Podcast. Um, a True Crime Podcast by Jennifer Snap. Support your podcasts everywhere you listen to them. Um, you can listen to her podcast right here. Go, girl. Hey, it's Jennifer Snap here, host of the Oh Snap, a true crime podcast. In this podcast, I focus on the life and memory of the lives taken at the hands of history's most notorious murderers, as well as those lesser known to the public eye. My mission is to give the victims and their loved ones the respect they deserve. You can find Oh Snap wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, my loves, snap out of it. Thank you to Osnap for submitting a promo. Um, you can do it too if you've got a podcast that you'd like to be featured you can drop us an email at neverstraightanswer at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We look forward to hearing from you. Get a we couple do, of yeah, weeks' yeah. Uh, shout-outs on the uh, podcast and a bit of summit on the website, too. Uh-huh. Um, so, that's cool. Thank you for uh, sending your pro- promo. promo. Can't nice. get me bloody words out tonight. Ooh. So, what else is there to do in the in the show this week, Mr. Well, T? Well, I believe it's uh, time for The Nudes. It's a news. Oh yeah, a news. We we we've looked uh, over the news uh, for a good twenty-five to twenty. Well, about well, twenty-six minutes. Well, is it twenty-five, twenty-six? I think it was twenty-five and a half. Uh, okay, somewhere in between. It was. Uh, to it was find, definitely uh, between. What's been going on in the world this week? Oh, and um, yeah. standard weird shit. To be honest, um, it's all good. 
Pyramid. Oh no, this is this is something I was just looking at. That wasn't even. Oh, news. you're looking at the pyramids now, eh? All over the show today, aren't I? This, oh, this was no. the first story I saw. Yeah. Um, Banksy. Oh, the big great fan. Um, a collector buys a fake Banksy oh. off the NFT um, website, um, which basically cost him uh, three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Whoa! It was apparently a fake, and um, the website was hacked. Ah, so it was an art, okay. um, basically Banksy's um, website that sells his own art through an auction site um, was apparently hacked, um, where a piece of artwork was introduced onto the website and um, a collector has paid 300000 for it. Right. Um, Banksy has since said that he's got nothing to do with the artwork nor the auction. Oh, so, so he's trying to get out somebody, of somebody's basically just uh, swooped in to try and use Banksy's name and success yeah, to yeah. to um, sell the piece. But was it a Banksy's uh, picture? Because uh, I'm no, thinking, apparently not. Oh, right. So someone's introduced it because I would have uh, thought the other way would have been um, the uh, hacker. Uh, no, so it was um, it was a chap who was um, he believed it to be a genuine Banksy. He was mm. a UK-based collector, and he trades dig- digital collectibles. Oh, okay. So um, under the name Pranksy. <laughs> so um, right. he described himself as a huge fan of the street artist, and um, offered the equivalent of over three hundred and thirty-three thousand in That's in cryptocurrency. Ah, um, to the enthusiast, um, ah, and basically to then? try and get it back. Oh, that's quite um, So. Thing. What? I think that's going to be difficult getting it back because I don't know how it's that uh, it actually works in crypto. I mean, you're insured by uh, bankers and uh, companies generally, but I don't know in, if you are insured by crypto. Well, I'm not sure if that was Banksy offering him the money in crypto back, like oh, you know. Right. Well, so he's, he's nice you know he's saying he like you know um you know can't give you the money back even though you've been scammed, but you know give but, it you back in crypto. I mean, he's yeah, been yeah. a victim of fraud potentially, yeah, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, interesting story. Oh, yeah. uh, anything you've seen in the week? Uh, yeah, interesting for dogs. Oh, bank, one minute, yeah, quickly. Um, Banksy has done another actual legit project. Oh, right. Um, it was, well, basically, no one's allowed to go on holiday at the moment. So, you oh. know, it's the staycation, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. So it's the Banksy's Great British Staycation. He's been out in a bit of a t- camper van spraying right. up the place. Oh, Pretty man. cool stuff as well, actually. Yeah, so right. if you there's a video on YouTube. So it's called the okay. British Staycation Banksy. If you just go to Banksy's official YouTube page, you'll find it. It's really good. Yeah, and they'll give you something to do later on yeah. um, if you've well, got nowhere to go. It's a lot of it's by the seaside, and you were saying dolphins. Yeah, so oh, well, it reminded dolphins. me, so crack on. Yeah, well, uh, scientists have discovered... Uh, that dolphins um, like to uh, get high, <laughs> and they like to. Get it's funny. There are a few animals that do this. Yeah? yeah, they get drunk and get high, and they do it on purpose. Yeah, it's not yeah. just the humans who yeah, like to get a buzz on. Everyone's got to have a poison. If you haven't got a poison, you get a, you're a boring person. Too right. Uh, yeah. So go on. How? Because I mean, what? I know that some animals like you know let fruit go a bit. A bit kind bit of off, um, so, off yeah. so it ferments, yeah. and they get drunk Elephants, off it. Uh, I mean, I can't see that, yeah. dolphins nipping up the beach to get a, you know... Oh, fruit a, a does fall in water, you know. Yeah, but not much of it. I mean, mm. what are they doing to get high? Uh, what they're doing is, uh, surprisingly, eating puffer fish, um, and uh, the toxin is uh, it, Well, it's really poisonous great, to right? us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or highly to- it gets, poisonous. It gets yeah. dolphins high. Yeah, and, and apparently they, what they do is they chew it, 
and then they spit it out for the next dolphin to come and have a, so a little they, chew, so, so they, they share it. So they pass the puff? Yeah, they do. They, they yeah. literally pass the puff? They do. They do indeed. Dolphins, you see, they are highly intelligent creatures. They know oh, what's where yeah. it's at. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they know that you've got to That's somewhere. well interesting. Yeah, but it, how, it, it's interesting how um, they got to, to find out that, you know, that it... Well, they probably just dead one, and they went... Whoa, yeah, you sniffed try it and this. went, well, what's this? Let's you have a little bite. you got to try this. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how possible. we do it. Well, that is true. That is very true. Well, it's a bit of a bit of an animal theme news today because I've it got is. an animal theme. Oh, got um, I've got a couple of animal theme Ooh, stories. We've got a zoo tonight. We've got a menagerie of animals. Um, mm. And this is actually a bit of Noah's Ark thing because it was um, right. twin, an- twi- twin elephants. All right. Yeah, yeah. twin elephants of super twin. rare. Yeah, and um, twin elephants, elephants have just been born in Sri Lanka. Whoa, men! Yeah, oh, never see it. That. So yeah, this is um, a bit of a kind of a rare occurrence. I think we need um, to get more babies out of it. So um, an elephant in Sri Lanka has gave birth to twin elephants on um, Tuesday. It's the first time in nearly eighty years. She must have felt heavy. Oh, two yeah. elephants inside. Both males, um, the twins, right. um, both um, born twenty-five years. Um, Ago in an orphan in, in a basically an elephant orphanage, right? Um, that was the last time. Oh no, were they when? Well, so what? They're twenty five years old, old already. Yeah, that's fast. <laughs> I was gonna say they yeah. can't be. Yeah. Oh, the mum, the mum was twenty five years ah, old. Right. Yeah. See. So the mum was twenty five year old. He was born in an orphanage. Uh, the father, who was seventeen years old, is um, also from an orphanage. All right. So they're well, orphan, elef- orphan elephants yeah. that have just been given birth, give birth to twin boys. Let's hope the gene carries on and keep getting twins. Twin, cause uh, yeah, because we need many more elephants. elephants. Yeah, yeah she's doing her a bit, isn't she, really? She is. Good girl. Yeah, good girl. Yeah. So, yeah, thought that was quite cool. Have yeah. you got any more news? I've got a couple. I've got a couple of really shocking ones here. You're going to love one of my stories here. Am I? Yeah, because you've just I'm, got that sort of mind. But... Um, yeah, I've got I've got two. Well, we've got one more kind of story, which is animal related, just cow related. Okay, go for it. Go right, for well, it's two stories really. Okay, go yeah, for because it. Because, like I say, animals are in the news, and we're going we two by two. We are. So, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you are. Uh, we've got one animal, one cow story here, where there was a cow stuck in a tree. In a tree. Yeah, after Hurricane Ida. Oh right, fair yeah, enough. So it was swooped up. <laughs> and ended up in a tree. It had to be rescued. This was in Louisiana. Wizard of Oz or what? This was total Wizard of Oz. It wasn't too far up the tree, but it was right. stuck in a tree. Oh, um, you know, it was, got to say, uh, you know, that was devastating. Just the, the yeah, devastation it actually did. The, it's, it's appalling. I hope everybody's cool. I hope everybody's getting, um, you know, getting on and well, trying to bring to back be, to a, some um, sort of normality at the moment. Uh, they did a study and uh, the uh, the amount of um, disasters happening, the uh, safety risk of uh, how many people, you know... Uh, uh, You're not going to get insurance survive. at some no, wow, one yeah. day soon. They're going to just say, nah, but too much going on. More disasters, but there's less deaths in these disasters now. Because, because we're, we're so more, more pre- aware yeah, of them, yeah, I like that. I mean, I like that. I mean, obviously, well, still, the, there is tragedy out there and stuff yeah. does happen. I mean, going into like the aftermath of the, that storm, I mm. think even in terms of like um, what's happened in New York this week, yeah, you know, and the, the yeah. floods. The flooding, um, yeah, I mean, terrible. the problem is with that is like it, when there's a storm and stuff, um, most people would say, you know, go and take shelter. Yeah. yeah. yeah now, right. where would people shelter in a basement? 
Yeah, so if there's all this f- surge of flood water, Drowning. then there's yeah. a big. You say about people kind of not be uh, being more prepared, but well, in their preparation, the could is. that not leave them at risk? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, for this uh, flooding. Well, no, we I don't think anybody expected that. I think well, it was. No one does. Well, for the level it was at, I think yeah. people would have been like, shit, if that was coming, I wouldn't have gone in the basement. Well, yeah, well, you'll know next time uh, to try and get to the top floor instead of the bottom one. If well, it, if yeah, there's in water hindsight, involved. Well, obviously, yeah. but, you know, it's like, you know, it is a bit one of those um, strange. one of them we have to learn as um, we go along. When, you you know, find, when you're waking up and, you've, you know, obviously when you're finding cows in the trees, <laughs> and you know, in the garden, it's a, it's a powerful force. I'm wiping my eyes. That's what I'm then. saying. <laughs> yeah, um, my other cow story is another flying this is another flying cow this is a, you know what I mean this what? we had the wizard of oz cow a second ago next. this cow was flying over um if this is a, from a swiss pasture oh, right. um and right. it was get, it was basically being airlifted by helicopter all oh, right all oh, right it's having a, a, a day trip yeah, well, no, it was basically... Um, the rescuing. R- it was rescuing it, apparently. Ah, so, oh, right, so the situation's going on with the cow world this week, isn't it? It really? was injured during um, the summer. Um, they, they go up the mountains, up to ah, the meadows. Right, and they probably fell, yeah. broke the So it's, it's injured itself, and then they've had to airlift it down the mountain. Lucky it was seen, then, realistically. There you go. Yeah, so give us, give us some uh, news, and uh, I'll give you some... Rubbish news in a bit. Uh, not uh, rubbish news, but well, not, I got, not cool animal news. Yeah, I got, I got sort of kind of rubbish news. Uh, one uh, for England: uh, new rules. There are new rules uh, being put into driving. Rules. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I've seen one rule, and that's it. And that's about small cars. I've. Um, You've got to look after the small, bigger cars. Have got to look after the smaller cars. Or well, something. like like a Big Brother program, well, where it's yeah, like, come on, I'll take first. you under my wing. Yeah. Oh, he's in a Cinquecento. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's a small it's rubbish car small or a Fiat car. Panda. Yeah, or uh, uh, what they call smart car. A smart yeah, car. Yeah. All the, uh, the uh, quite a number of companies do it now, but um, yeah, apparently there's 30 new rules that have been coming on. Uh, come on, I've seen none of them, and I'm taking no notice of. Any of them, and the reason why is because go on, Clarkson. The reason why is because they're bringing all these new rules so they can earn some more money for one. That's why it's all about road road rules and road like just a way of making more fines. And the he- uh, the highway agency has just brought in a, a barrier to stop people from uh, if you break down to uh, go off to the side lane yeah the hard shoulder yeah. we had this thing in the UK I don't know if it's the same in the States you have a hard shoulder where if yeah. you you know you've got an accident or you break down for any reason you, you can pull, pull off over. to the side yeah. safely you're yeah. not interfering That's with other right. traffic and they've yeah. got rid of those they've apparently got, yeah there's about one every uh, mile uh, but then well what happens if your car just conks out well in fact the study comes out and says that um, there's more people dying on the roads because of it but the highway yeah. agency will not change the rules so why well th- this is what I want to know they've had complaints uh, about it uh, plenty of times before and including MPs have like put their concerns in and it seems that the highway agency don't uh, really give a damn Serious? They must, they must have some reason for getting rid of them. I mean, what was well, the what was they, the rationale? They're saying over safety, but it, it, it's more safe if you've got if the wherever the accident's going to be or uh, incident that you pull well, over one, right there. That's. I mean, at the end of the day, a hard shoulder is a necessity for a number of reasons. Yeah, yeah. A, 
the the reasons we've just said emergencies and needing to pull over but also emergency pit stop when you need a wee really badly yeah right not only tiredness causes accidents but having a squirm about in your seat because you're dying for a pee and you can't you've only got a rest stop every so many miles and your next um, hard shoulder is a mile and a half away. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, Jesus. Not, there's not even that. The emergency services use that for when there's uh, a car crash up front and uh, the traffic builds up. Then the police go down yeah. there to actually get there. So that's the impeding, that so it's impeding yeah. emergency services yeah. as well, isn't it? Not having a hard shoulder. Yeah, and it's bang out of order and they need to fucking sort themselves out. And there has been complaints about it, but uh, until like... You see, I'm not a, a driver. Deaths, so no I, don't, I don't ever comprehend these things do you yeah. know i don't ever think to myself oh yeah. the hard shoulder and you know it's necessary yeah. but obviously as a now you've said it yeah totally totally agree if you've got a, if you've got an issue with that and yeah, you know massive, not, i'm not if you've got an issue with that come and see me yeah, i'm saying if you've got an with issue it. with it let us know because yeah. we're interested or contact them and tell them sort out maybe something. if enough people get involved and say you know well we can bring you up in parliament can you write yeah but you need enough signatures you need a hundred thousand uh i'm pretty sure there's enough, 000, enough of those signatures. on the road yeah yeah but enough it's the time signatures up, on the road yeah. there you know what i mean uh, someone could set up uh, it's like we want our hard shoulders back yeah. come and put them in yeah i mean it, 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 oh, it's just maybe it's a thing ridiculous. to do with land maybe it's to, no. to do with widening the roads and Cheaper. creating more Lanes it's all about the cheapness. That's it because they, it stops them cutting down uh, the trees as clogs. It stops them from repaving uh, them. It stops them from you know making sure there are blockages and you know stuff like that. It's it's all to do with money and it's and, and drivers pay an absolute fortune. And I, I have no shadow of a doubt that in uh, within the next couple of months we're going to start getting uh, more like on fuel, on tax, on insurance, on, oh, you know, uh, extra money for uh, your tyre and stuff like that. There's, it's just, it's, it's getting to a point where I'm looking at uh, stopping driving. Well, it's getting there you go. Bad, well, this man should stop driving. I've got this is story. That? This is a crazy, you're going to love this story. Oh, good. Yeah. So this is a story about a man who cut off his own penis and oh. threw it out of a car window during a police chase. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, oh, he, this guy should it. totally give up <laughs> give up driving. Uh, the man who cut, up, cut off his own penis and threw it out the car window during a police chase claimed that he was hearing voices on the radio that told him his actions would save the world. Yeah, it's John Wayne Bobbitt who was in his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, cut off your yeah. clock and you've yeah, been I know, it was sweet. I've been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I come a porn John star. Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> Uh, the man who cut off his own penis, he threw it out of the car window, saying that he'd save the world. Uh, Tyson, How would you save the world Tyson by throwing Gilbert, your um, was, um, was parked on Tennessee Highway um, and he'd blocked traffic um, when the police arrived and attempted to pull him over. Um, he then sped away. Um, when, I pulled, um, when they pulled up um, beside him to turn on the lights to basically get him to pull over, yeah. um, he took off and refused to stop. Right. He was all over the road the whole time, and the Tennessee Highway Patrol trooper Bobby Johnson, <laughs> oh, <this is> <laughs> unfortunate, story, uh, told the local station uh, WJLE of the bizarre incident. Johnson was um, in sight. He, he, he turned off onto the old Liberty Road and came to a stop. Take he opened easy. the door and he was naked and covered in blood. Oh. He then shut the door and kept driving. What? Oh, what? So, a, um, that's some mental health there, this year. So the police chased him 
yeah, this 39 year old, um, they chased him um, for, for quite a while, way. Um, at some point during the chase, the sever, um, he, he basically uh, severed his penis um, and threw it out the window. Uh, the Alexander uh, Police Department um, spiked him on the highway um, and obviously made the arrest. How's so. he going to relieve his pressure now? Oh my days, I can't even think of it. Ooh, ah. So um, he, he was basically um, arrested and charged <laughs> with several offences in Cooksville and spent Cooksville. time. Yeah, yeah, and spent oh, time you're having a joke. In um, Pulnam uh, County Jail. Oh my! Well, that, that was in 2017, so he's had prior. Right. Yeah. Oh, so right. obviously, so it was, mate, if anybody do that, I don't know why he thinks that sa- that had saved the world. That's a scream for help and a half, isn't it? That. Just the guy looks a bit fucking pickled, to be oh. honest. But I mean, like, oh, pickleless. Well, if he had his drugs, oh. pickleless, Pickle- if you like. Ah, yes. Yeah. There you go. Oh, well, so lucky I thought you like that well. one. I yes. want to know how he thought he was going to save the world. Yeah, by throwing your cock at the, I don't at know. the copper. Yeah, touch, get, yeah, touch the diamond cock or did whatever. Did did yeah. did yeah. I don't yeah. know. Weirdos, man. Weirdos. Tom Wayne Bobby, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's laughing in his fucking... If you know what we're talking about with the John Wayne Bobby, go on. Do you want to fill people in? Because some people might well, not have a clue. I don't want to fill them in, but they I'll tell them the story. might not have a clue. Tell them the story. All right. John Wayne Bobby, he, uh, he had an argument with his uh, wife one night and uh, she, she basically cut off his penis got in the car, drove down the road and threw it out the window. That's right. And he, uh, he uh, there was a big court case about it. Actually, not uh, not that long did ago. Did he ever find finished. it? Uh, yes, they did find it. He put it in ice. They took it to the hospital. He he, he got it fixed. Because I remember you saying he became, he became a porn star. Yeah, he yeah. was crooked. He added a couple of more inches and he had it like crooked and he had one uh, porn And then thing. it really hit the spot. Yeah. Like, so basically he got um, a bit of a career out of it. Well, yeah. Uh, well, no, not really. It was he, he did one film, that was it. He did one film. He, he thought he was the, uh, the, the, the talk of the town and he, he wasn't. And then the court case, which uh, finished a couple of years ago, which it turned out neither of them um, can. Uh, uh, basically, it's been thrown out of thrown court out of because court. It, it it's gone too long, and it's just ridiculous. Aspects of it that are, are just. I mean, ridiculous. you'd still want some sort of retribution for cutting your penis off, uh, but I mean, if it's if he's kind of like you know, being cut kind her head of, off. No, well, he's he's kind of like profited out of it. You well, know what yeah, I mean? yes, but so it's not—he's probably like done him favor, done him a favor, really. Not in the long run. Not really. in, the, in the long run, yeah. yeah. Well, not no, in the I short think, term. Yeah, fair enough. You got a crooked penis now, but I mean, you've, I don't you've... think his life went uh, up. I think it started uh, sloping down after. <laughs> yeah, he had. Uh, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he had a little twinge and he went down. I found this interesting story um, yeah. about Satanists. Oh right. Right, a bit of a weird one, really. Actually, okay. this. So um, this actually, you know, there's this big debate in Texas about um, abortion. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's always on these the pro-choice table, uh, versus obviously people who believe that it's a sin yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a big. It's been going on for years in in many different places all around the world. Yeah, you know, whether time. it's whether it's morally right to do it or not. Yeah, it's a chicken and um, egg kind of thing. Well, basically, this is a story about how um, you know this could this religious group of Satanists. Oh, wow. um, 
they're based in Salem, um, in Massachusetts. Right. Um, they filed a letter with the U.S. Uh, Foods and Drug Administration, basically saying that um, their members are, um, are should be allowed to take the abortion pill. Yeah. Um, and they're looking at it as a, a faith-based right. Yeah. So it could overturn. The yeah, because America's big faith in uh, yeah. Well, no, well, yeah, or no, but this isn't. It's not a case of it being a faith-based right vote for Christianity because oh yeah, yeah, Christianity it against it. Well, Christianity are, are saying the same thing. You know, yeah. it's a faith-based thing. You shouldn't yeah. be doing it because it's yeah, a faith-based yeah. thing. Well, they're saying exactly the same thing. They're saying with the opposition. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, I don't know if this kind of puts a big t- turn on it, or but it's it's kind of weird that it's the sat- Satanists. Yeah, that you know could could kind of swing the Return vote. Return it, yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? So well, yeah. I think on this subject, there's going to be there's going to be turns and roundabouts. It's going to be on and off, on and off, on and off for uh, for, a, for a long time until they actually settle it. I mean, there's there's a lot of things out there that we need to settle, and this is one that keeps constantly coming back time after time after time. Mm. So, so it's, it's just it's going to be one of them things you can't please, uh, you know. No, everyone. I think this is the thing. It all comes down to your personal beliefs, yeah. and obviously, if you you know you you and can, this is where government well, should the, stay out the there. No, I, I just think having a personal belief is one thing, but imposing it on somebody else, uh, you know. Yeah, basically, you're you do you. you. I mean, at the end it. of the day, but yeah. I think like obviously. Um, Whatever your belief system, I think. Yeah, and every situation is different be, as well. You've still got to be. I mean, I think uh, many Christians will agree as well that it's like you know you don't judge people. You shouldn't be well, judging yeah. people. So you know, at the end of the day, yeah. if they want to choose to do things their own way, then they then should have they should the, be left to it. And yeah. you know, at the, end, at the end of the day, as long as it doesn't affect you. Then yeah, but what the Christianity is saying is, he, he, it's classed as a. a, a a human being at a certain stage. Of oh, of course, the and the baby hasn't got a choice Which in whether. Sort it, of I mean, it depends. I mean, like I say, it's a bit of a, it's a really kind of yeah. um, touchy subject, yeah. and I don't really kind of have too much of a. I sort of agree with a time limit. There's got to be a time limit on when you can and when you can't, because well, oh, uh, because st- uh, things within the yeah when body it becomes it, too too developed yeah yeah then I think it it it, it needs to uh, stop before that time at a certain time of development which the laws do uh, put in but and uh, on on the time limit i can't say because i'm not a doctor you know what i mean so i can't say Fair enough. Uh, w- uh, when they should and when, when they shouldn't and that's, yeah but that's i mean obviously job. the people in the know should be putting that sort of information yeah, out should, freely to it, for people to research it yeah. uh, when they need it i suppose yeah. and it, it should be only advised by the government well it should be advised by your doctor laws. really yeah. at the end of the day it's like if you've made the decision you go see your doctor then yeah. the doctor should be guiding you through that and giving you you know the best in, advice yeah. and you know yeah. support yeah so, a lot of things politics should not be involved in at all and it should be left between the patient no but this is the thing because yeah i understand that but it does come into politics because it's um you know it it, well it becomes a moral question as well because it's it's like we've talked about you know stuff even even stuff like um you know going way out of off track from this but like you know um um, computer integration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when they say, "Oh, well, you know, were you able to use um, computer chips and um, upgrade a human being?" Yeah, yeah. Or you, you know, use technology to um, make man plus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, 
it will, surely that will fall into the same argument, the same moral objections, the same sort yeah, of religious yeah. beliefs. And, you know, it, these arguments will be coming up and being sparked and debated upon for, for a long time. You know, it's going to be, if it's not this, it'll be something else. But there'll always be that argument about, you know, the human nature and the human condition versus science and using it to kind of uh, change humanity or, you know, yeah. affect it. But don't you think like the Marvel and DC and, you know, it, it's a time of like, oh, superheroes. Don't you think like, uh, let's say, 20, 30 years uh, down the line that there'd be... They're probably uh, already working on that sort of stuff that now. Kind of stuff because people want it, indoctrinated people want it now. Yeah, yeah. there has, uh, yeah, there, but be not pe- as many as Listen, there is now. These there's already experiments going on yeah. to enhance brain um, power, to ex- expand the size of the brain, to... And genetics you know, has already been I would changed not be surprised if... If I mean, look, it's in the forefront, like you've just said, with all this going on, yeah. wouldn't you expect that there would be some sort of, um, you know, kernel out there of, you know, guy who works in, R- in research and dev- yeah. R&D yeah. going, do you know what? You know, one tried that. Yeah. Like, yeah, do you know what? The Let's get CIA on that. Ahead of it. It's like they're able to fucking whip up a vaccine in a year. Yes. Like, you know, supposedly. Yes. You know, um, that you know been tested and they haven't got everything ex- in. Uh, yeah, exactly. Virus. But it's like if you can do if you can do that in science, and I'm assuming yeah. that you know you could probably give that a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and see what happens. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who go. You want to be a superhero? Yeah, go on then. Sign all me right. up. Pal. Just sign this. Yeah, we take all your yeah, rights we, away. We take, you do everything um, we say. What's it, what is this? It just if in case of death, yeah. in terms of when you have the injection, and you you know it's yeah. all down to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So I think it's um. What what you do? It's it comes down to yeah, what you do your with your own pr- yeah. body yeah. as well as your um your own morals and yeah. beliefs, doesn't it? So yeah. it's an it's a interesting. It's a tough argument. Tough but, argument. Know, uh, we don't really want to get into it that much. So have you got anything else before we move on to NASA news? I have got a weird one that a congresswoman from Florida has just put in um a, a bill which has passed, which is HR five one two three. Uh, last week, uh, which is a weird one because it's uh, to develop and begin using Operation Starfall. Now, I was thought you were going to say starfish then. Oh, no. Operation <laughs> no, no, starfish, no. that sounds a bit. Um, I know, bet they've got an Operation Starfish. That sounds pretty dark, well, it's a, to be honest. <laughs> it's a bit weird because uh, they've got to do it within 45 days, uh, they've got a set limit uh, uh, of days to what do it. What is it? Uh, the Air Force and the Space Force have to uh, start it and has already started it around about seven days ago. Um, and what it basically is, is, you know, Space Link? That right. uh, Elon Musk uh, and SpaceX... Yeah, 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 the, the, satellites. the satellites. Yeah, well... So if you don't know what um, Starlink is, it's basically um, satellites series to... Of satellites, series yeah. of satellites to provide uh, broadband to most remote areas of the yeah. world. So everyone can, like, buy a machine for, like, 600 quid and you don't have to pay nothing after that. That machine is yours. All the calls are free. It's like your router. I mean, yeah. you can, it connects to your router and then you... It's almost like an antenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, That picks yeah. up the signal from the Starlink and um, yeah, provides it's pr- supposed to be providing internet to like I say um, rural areas where you wouldn't normally get signal yeah. um, there is an alternative that actually to that I've seen um, a project that's going on in Africa with air balloons yeah and it's a similar concept where the the 
the uh, it floats up into the um, lower atmosphere right. and just basically stays up there for a couple of weeks. Well, funny enough, funny, funny enough. Go on. That's what um, uh, this program is. Uh, they. Oh right, okay. It, what it is is they have to put uh, balloons up. Uh, with uh, satellite and uh, internet um, equipment that is for emergencies. This is the thing, though. It's for emergencies in case the internet uh, in America goes down. Oh, right. So they're doing this in the States? Yeah, so it's a communication to uh, to go around the world. Uh, but like you said, it's set for like either a couple of days or a couple of weeks, however long, because then... Uh, yeah, well, this was, this was happening in Africa when I yeah. saw it, and it was a programme that was, I assumed, was a precursor to the satellites, yeah? Yeah, like, yeah. And when I was looking at it, I was thinking, well, well it's a bit outdated that now, because yeah. they've got this new Starlink, and I know the yeah. UK well, government's uh, looking at one. Which is a similar project. Yeah, we yeah we um, got a good development. On quite it. interested because, like, obviously, it does help people um, get an internet connection. I mean, yeah. it's like even like in, in African um, African towns where you know it's like difficult to it get was, a good education, and was, now they're able to kind of just whip on the internet. It was a little issue uh, a while ago about um, some people were complaining that uh, trees were in the in the way in that. Book. Oh yeah, it's, no, you were complaining that well, there was no, trees in the way. <laughs> you complained. I said that. Uh, uh, all right, I'll, I'll give it. Yeah, I'll you tell just people. have to. Yeah, we say you have to climb up the tree and put your antenna higher yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, just just move it. It's it's a movable device. You I know, know. <laughs> I mean? it's like, yeah, it's like the old brick phone ones. You know, where uh, in you like could the have 80s. your antenna on a mountain in top as long as you've got a long enough lead. Yeah, I, I don't even think you need an antenna. Well, go on. Yeah, uh, because it's uh, connected to it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this um, Starfall, um, yeah, it's interesting that why are they pulling this out now and it's an emergency um, uh, thing as well. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because what's going like, to Well, look at, like, um, with again, with what's happening with Ida yeah. and this, this uh, tornado. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not electricity out in uh, Louisiana, yeah. Um, and they said it was a catastrophic failure and it was going to take a few weeks to sort out. Now, that's a lot of people that's with no right. power. I mean, they've, think about it this way, right? Yeah. That is the... It, even if, yeah, you, you're in, you've got internet service, yeah. right? Without electricity, yeah. it's useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all, right? It's all. You made a good point, actually, about, say, if there was a big um, sort of... EMP or you know something that took out the internet. Yeah, yeah. There would be a whole section of the economy that yeah. would just be it's been in tatters. A lot of because lately. well, think about all these um, you know influencers who yeah. make oh, yeah. millions of pounds, dollars, fucking whatever, yeah. by putting themselves out there on the internet, yeah. right? Yeah. Cryptocurrencies. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm it's sure that these backups and stuff, but. If, well, if, there was no electric, a, if there was a catastrophic EMP and the, the, all the electricity went out, then there's no access in it. Yeah. I mean, unless you can get on a generator, but then again, the servers would be down. And if you've got a generator, every other fucker wants that so, generator like, at the same time. Whole, I mean, the economy would be fucked anyway, yeah. but like, you know, in terms of like, you know, Mr. Beast or Two whatever, I think he'd be, um, he'd, be, he'd be done. Yeah, well, well, depending how bad it is, it, they work out that they get it fixed and uh, and starting to run with, uh, within two to four months. So that's two to four months with Can't no electric, charge your phone. no one around. 
you know, no safety realistically. Well, yeah. Apart from yourself and your yard, uh, no one's going to come and run if you. Well, you, you know let's face I mean? it. Everyone's Food, everyone's going to be in the same boat, and yeah, like you know, water won't work. work you, you know, know I mean? in case of like, it's a time when people should be pulling together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so not and not resorting to. Yeah, more, animosity and do, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Idiots and greedy people out there, though, as well. You know what I mean? So. You got to, you got to take the bad with the good. Um, I've seen that NASA. Um, oh, right, moving into NASA news. Yeah, yeah. So NASA um, have secured apparently a perfect sample of Mars. Uh, I know they had some trouble, didn't they? Yes, he did. Yeah, trying to get a drill sample. Well, yeah. um, they've, this is historic. Um, it's a historic step into finding out if there was life on Mars. Good. Um, I think, obviously, you know, what? We, I was thinking about something about Mars and the moon and stuff like that, why there's a big race to get there and set up shop. Yeah, but that's why it's very right. yeah, it's, it's I think faster, what, now that they discovered water on Mars and stuff, yeah. and obviously it's been known for a while that there was water there. Pot- potentially there is more. Yeah, yeah, and potentially we can make our own as well. Then. Well, it's the case of like using it as um, you know fuel. Do you know what I mean by div- dividing the particles and elements like in hydrogen, getting yeah, hydrogen yeah, that, well, out of the reckon. water? You can yeah. essentially make a fueling station on either Mars yeah. or the Moon. Yeah. So totally. I think the rush potentially could be because one of them, one of these agencies has set a deadline and said, we're going to aim to get there by this date. And then every other agency has gone, shit, we need to get there sooner. Yeah. Do you know um, what I mean? SpaceX. So, uh, yeah, they would have So, won. I think it's a case of this deadline's just been set by one of the, one of these companies. Now, another thing that I kind of started thinking about as well was, do you know, the we've talked about this in the past, about how governments, by doing... Um, you know, missions and um, having, you know, secrets. Yeah, yeah, they're able to, um, you know, they do the they do the business, but they've got a level of kind of um, a level of of, of they've got to kind of provide some sort of um, Answer to answers the to the public, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, to totally, the, to yeah. what they're doing and what yeah. they're spending the money on, and because it's government subsidised, so they need to lately, be, they need to be. Now really on it yeah yeah whereas companies like spacex or boeing or you know um skunk Skunk works works, or what was um the other one um uh, um lockheed yeah all these companies that are private companies that are subcontracted by the government yeah right are able to go and do these things yeah right build things um have secrets yeah, that they're able to keep secret because it's um, you know trade secret, and they've made you know, shitloads of money. Especially it's it's, after a, the it's the idea that well, you know, I can't tell you because it's it's like KFC's secret recipe. Yeah. It's like they keep it secret because it's the bread and butter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if it was the government or NASA, you'd be like, "What are you spending that on? What's that?" Why are you doing yeah, that? that? What's that? Fee- you know, like, yeah. and you basically... And the companies all have to sell it back to... the exactly. don't have to give it to the so, NASA and anything yeah, like that. Interesting, it's, but it's, like I say... Um, it's a weird combination, but that's how they, uh, the, they... They're the ones who have taken, like, control and the presidents of the past have said this, uh, that uh, it indeed. could happen and it, it, it bloody well has happened. It, but like I say, um, yeah, so the Na- uh, the Mars um, rover has taken a perfect sample um, after drilling a core and uh, collecting it. It's um, going to be um, sent back to Earth for evaluation at some point. 
Yes. I can't wait to see how they do that, to be honest. They're going to do a like a drive-by, <laughs> sort of drive-by yeah. pick-up. Drop it off. It's like, <laughs> chicka yeah. chicka There you go. through the atmosphere nice um, and tight then. But, and after six months, the Mars helicopter, still oh, yeah. flying, still what doing are. well. Then they do good. They do well. They do good work, don't they? Do you know what I mean? If I, well, if that was my a drone, my drone or whatever, it would have been crashed in the dirt by now. Well, look how far um, Voyager One has uh, has come. Voyager One was only sus, uh, uh, ready and uh, supposed to be out for I think six months, something like that. But look how many years it's taken. It's run uh, and on the running on the on the fuel that it, it had as well. Uh, and it's it's spectacular. I mean, every near enough every year, a year that oh, it's going to run out. It's going to run out. It's, it's yeah, nearly yeah, at yeah. its end, and it's past still keeps our going, solar doesn't system it? And gone into the void, and it's giving us uh, a really spectacular data that um, uh, will hopefully will help us. Well, the I've uh, the whole, I don't know if them one of their instruments found this. Probably did because it's such a kind of a weird thing to discover. All right. Um, apparently, NASA have now discovered something that's uh, neither a star nor a planet, but somewhere in between. Ooh, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, what what's that? Some flaming, you I know? I think it's the uh, the the start of you know a planet being made because uh, a couple of uh, what weeks like ago, oh fusing together. Well, they'd never seen them with a moon before, and uh, a couple of months ago they've uh, they spotted one with actually a moon growing uh, uh, beside the planet. It's uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Interesting well, science is coming uh, ahead. The, well, they're calling it the accident. Accident. Yeah, it's not a star and it's not um, definitely a planet. Um, and basically, it's unique. Um, NASA says the accident is like no other object in the Milky Way. Right. So, um, it's a bizarre object, which is non neither a star nor a planet, um, that's rushing through the Milky, Milky Way. Mm. And it's left NASA scientists shocked and baffled. Uh, they found it by chance and have been trying to figure out what exactly it is. Yeah. However, uh, first, how did they come to name it, um, the accident? Yeah. Um, well, it seems um, it so was a chance an encounter, an accident, if you um, <laughs> would actually it found thought... such a bizarre object in space. Well, so, yeah. Well, talking about uh, uh, looking out uh, into space, yep. um, the James Webb um, Telescope is finally ready for launch. The launching it are they yeah now? they are which uh, they're putting a few up aren't they I think like yeah. there's going to be a few different telescopes for a lot of different re um, doing a lot of different things and looking in a lot of different directions what's this going to be primarily looking at uh, basically it's going to be doing what Hubble's been doing uh, so is this the replacement yeah for this Hubble? is a replacement and uh, it's going to make Hubble look like Hubble <laughs> proper Hubble toil and trouble Hubble yeah. Hubble it can look further it can have uh, better quality. Uh, well, think about how there. how long Hubble's been up there, yeah, yeah or yeah, been working. Yeah. It's like you know, I think, um, you know, the technology, yeah, differences. I mean, just well, the quality of the new the new te telescope's going to be, you know, super mint. Going to well, get some high def images there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With uh, shadow of four K, eight K, fucking sixteen K. Um, but it was actually supposed to have gone up in nineteen ninety six. Uh, at a cost of so why, 500 why the, million. So why the, um, the delay? I mean, it's a bit of a long gap, that, 
from from trying to get it up to in 1996 to to now what we're in 2021 well, in 1996 we're in the future the 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 main planning of it and uh, uh the actually making of the all uh, oh, right so is this when the project started yeah. back in 1996 and uh, it was supposed to lift off in 2007 which that's a long time ago it should have mm-hmm. But they were having problems with the glass and uh, 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 on making the glass and stuff like that. But it's ended up being costing ten billion, ten billion. It's supposed to be five hundred fucking million, uh, and it will launch sometime at the end of the year. Right, cool. We'll so look forward to seeing yeah, that. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, we were talking last week about um, the ISS. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you know, a lot the, of trouble up there. Well, this is it. I mean, like, because Russia are putting up their own space station, yeah. and they're going, "Can we have bits back?" and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, NASA. Um, well, Russia have basically reported that they had um, damages. Yeah. Yeah. So NASA have hit back at Russian reports and said that the International Space Station had um, bad cracks in the U.S. Uh, space Agency, uh, saying uh, floating space labs are open, um, operating as normal. Um, NASA denied the Russian claims that the International Space Station had suffered bad cracks on their watch. Yeah, you know this is all over, don't you? It's all over this drilled hole. Yeah, but didn't we say that it seemed a bit sort of like um, espionage in the first place? Because it seemed like, you know... And they've been taking time. There was a hole and it looked perfectly like a drill hole or something, but nobody could understand who did it. Yeah, and it would have, if the cosmonauts would have got on there and gone down, uh, it it would have been a major disaster. You know what to do? You get out with a polyfiller and get filling up them cracks, don't you? Yeah, if you got a crack, you fill it. Fucking hell, what do you want? If you got a crack, you should fill it. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, well, you don't want to leave it open. Feel good, dude. Don't know what comes in that hole. Philly, good. <laughs> Where's Phil? But, oh, Where's Phil when you need him? Well, right. Talking, of, uh, talking uh, to Phil. Phil. Uh, yep. S- uh, China is on the uh, form as well of uh, speeding up on uh, getting into space because they've just They're launched all at it. another uh, four satellites on two uh, rockets within hours of each other. So they're on the, uh, the up and coming. I think we're going to have... Uh, a bit of a fucking argument. Well, there, do you know so. this? Is, well, this is why Space Force exists. I think yeah, because not because. only it's like you know we're going to be fighting wars that are you know for territory. Yeah. You know, um, you know, not only well, with alien species potentially, but you know, with our own. Well, you know, we've got this many true. agencies going up. Are we going to be like you know um, encroaching on? people's airspace or whatever you know how it is in well, the oceans yeah, 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 so yeah, is yeah. he we've got maritime law yeah and all that we've spoke about this actually because i was saying well you know if i'm up in space and i murder yeah is who who do i you know who's what body what governing body yeah. would be responsible for charging me because i'm not on earth yeah and rotten laws yeah only apply because ah. i'm on earth yeah, because they govern the land or maritime law. Yeah. Yeah, so do we have but to sh- operate this whole new law, book of law yeah, oh, for yeah. space? It's being made right now. I every, bet it is, to be honest. Yeah, it's like it'd be what uh, spacecraft you're in 
I should imagine. Well, we can imagine that. that. We'll come across we'll aliens come and we'll be like, you're breaking the law. I don't know if you realise. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You just turned up. If I do it for speeding, who's going to pay the ticket? Exactly. This is it. Yeah, that, now, these are the, the crazy you know, so questions. We, we, we will start establishing some credit system, yeah. obviously. But it depends if we could ever uh, get up there, to be honest, because uh, unfortunately, crazy uh, Firefly Rocket exploded um, the other day what? after the first uh, launch. Was this a Chinese rocket? No, it's actually an American rocket. Right, uh, okay. California, two minutes 30, uh, two minutes 30 in it. Uh, it in it? it? Apparently, it had uh, not doubled the speed of what it should have been at that time, at uh, the speed of sound. It should have reached it um, a lot earlier, and it didn't. So I think that was the uh, the major issue on it, um, but it was a it was a nice little explosion. It was very far up though. Yeah, yeah, I think it was in enough. stage two at the time uh, that it was uh, it was it was disastrously gone. Well, well, hopefully well, the next one will uh, go better. Well, there's um, something that they have been testing that did work. Oh yeah. Um, and NASA have been testing a new electric aircraft. Ah. It could be taking off and landing vertically, which it does. Um, nice. And they hope by 2024, it'll able to shuttle passengers across uh, busy cities at about 200 miles an hour. See, this is going into the airport kind of, uh, airplane industry kind of well, thing. it's like flying buses, isn't it? I think you can monitor flying buses a bit quicker than you can flying cars. If you give everyone a flying car and say, yeah, you know, go at it, go mad. And right. it's going to be available it's going to be accidents, but this if, year. But if, you know, there's uh, what a flying car is. Flying car, yeah. There's uh, already one uh, in production at the minute. I think it's uh, Sweden, um, who, uh, a company in Sweden that have done it, and it's actually uh, on sale. Well, these look like big drones, these. The yeah. um, jobby av- aviation uh, vehicle uh, oh. could be one day serve as an air taxi. Ah, all right. So, um, yeah. travelling around cities um, and the surrounding areas. Um, they manned be or cool. unmanned because they're un- they're going to be getting them unmanned down there. So are they going to have unmanned craft up there? And if they it. actually uh, crash uh, and then there's an incident, who claims for it? Who's who's the the claimant? Well, it, I'm sure. Well, this is the thing you see because if you limit it to you know like commercial vehicles yeah. like buses and taxis, yeah. then you know you're only going to be hitting your own. I so, don't even like the so idea if, of drones. So if a company, so this is the thing, isn't it? So say like, you know, um, a taxi company um, decides, right, we're going to be using these new flying cars. Yeah. We've invented them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're the only people using them. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if they crash into each other, it's just collateral damage. It's down to the company to pay. There's no insurance involved. It's only when other companies and other developers yeah. start throwing up their flying cars yeah. as rivals, yeah. then you get competing claims because yeah. it's like well you've just broke my car or well, you broke my car yeah you oh, know and stuff like jammers all these like people this. have fell to the deaths yeah, <laughs> like from uh, thousands of feet yeah, you got to consider it like a uh, at 200 a miles an hour yeah it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a mini rocket at the end of the day well it's a, it's a crazy it's, it's like a helicopter yeah these ones. i mean and the, uh, and the nasa so you know well yeah yeah it's well, an all electric flying taxi um and it can take off and land vertically so that's cool nice like, i like that um yeah so that's pretty cool that's me for nasa news though same here son well there you same go that's the end of the show i think so it's been a been interesting one yeah. i feel like i'm losing my voice today yeah. i don't know if that's come across if yeah. you think that is going to leave 
let me yeah. know. I think because it's late. It is getting late. Yeah, God, yeah, what we early are. Hours Ten to four morning. in Ten the morning. Four. Oh. It's never an early one, is it? Um, no. Well, that's the end of the Good show. If you. you want to, um, you know, got anything to tell us, got anything to say. Yeah. If you want to get in touch, have a question, yeah. comment, or a suggestion, you can email us at neverstraightanswer at gmail.com. We're available on Twitter at NASA underscore never and on Instagram at never straight answer. Yeah. Uh, we're available on all podcast platforms. So you, wherever you get your podcast, you can go and subscribe to us there. Come and smell the cheese. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> we're available on um, iTunes, Spotify. And we've got a large back catalogue with plenty of episodes and, and topics donuts. to choose from. Yeah, baby. We've um, got loads. Plus we're available on YouTube where yeah. we occasionally throw up our mugs. We do, we do. Um, and we're, we're looking at doing, um, well, we generally do with like a live stream every 50th episode yeah, and um, we're coming close to that we are. we're just trying to work out what the best course of action is for that yeah um, so if you've got any um, ideas or Please you think you'd like yeah. to see yeah, uh, yeah let us, us know and um, we'll be doing some of our favorite segments and whatnot yeah so um yeah make sure you get involved I'll be tweeting out a lot of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks for yeah. people to get involved with that you don't want to see like the hundreds so you want you want us you to do stuff and tell you stuff give us the questions also yeah um get involved by yeah. um what what can they do to Twitter. get involved yeah just get involved Twitter. you can share Email. us uh send us around co-workers all that sort of stuff yeah. make sure you share us like oh, yeah. and subscribe yeah really helps it does, um, it you really can does. join us on patreon where yeah. we've got a number of tier levels um, and it all helps. It does. Really we, does. Um, also, don't forget to vote for us in the pod um, cast awards. Yes. And we we'll want to win. You, we we'll want to win. We'll catch you next week. We will. It's tired and I want to go to bed. You do. You look tired, son. You look tired. Have coffee. I'm gonna, I've got a bit of brew in my cup, so you I'm going to make a fresh Same one. Mate. And then I'm going to go to bed. So, go right, we'll catch up. you next week. You will. Where we'll be back with another exciting episode. As I think always. we've got some guests coming up at some point as well. We have. We've got a lineup of guests. Uh, uh, who I thought will you were going to say we had Lionel. Lionel? Well, <laughs> we can find a Lionel. A Lionel I'll, I'll have a look for Lionel. I no, want no. Lionel Richie. You want Lionel Richie? We will. I will get try Lionel my Richie. best. I don't think we will ever get Lionel Richie. But no. what would he talk about? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, hello? No, uh, no, is like it me you're looking for, son? Making like um, how he makes clay <laughs> yeah. clay bust, or how he appreciates the yeah. making. We just get him singing the song in the background while we while well, we, we talk we about talk aliens. About, yeah, yeah. I think I think he'd do it. We I, go with I, those aliens. Yeah. Hello. He might be on the breadline. Is now, it you know me what I mean? you're looking for? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come down, abduct yeah. us. Good. Right. No, don't abduct us. Abduct no. Taylor. No. Right. No, no. We'll please. be back next week. We've yes, wambled we on too long. We have. We're too tired. Man. I've been Gaz. <laughs> I've been Taylor. Peace. Ow, touchy. <laughs> what is it with the cheese? I don't know.